<laughs> I'm Beavis, dammit! <laughs> My goal is to get some nachos! <laughs> right now! <laughs> I don't care who in the hell you are. Nachos are two bucks. Oh yeah? Is that a fact? <laughs> well, I'm Beavis, and I'm a miracle or something. <laughs> and I'm sick of all you people getting in the way of my natural power. <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Oh. My. God. Look at her butt. It is so big. She looks yes, like one of those is. rap guys' girlfriends. But who understands yeah. those rap Okay, that's enough. That's way <laughs> too much. Sir makes a lot to start the episode. Yes. Welcome to episode 175. Wow. Yep. I'm still, like, amazed. Amazed that we're, we're almost s- doing like a three week, like every three weeks. Every now. three weeks, I Lazy. like it. I like it. It's better. No, it's not. No, I've had people actually, actually, JT complained to me yesterday. JT, a person who no one listening knows who that is. JT Harrison, he's a local. Uh, he's from downstate New York, and uh, he said, "Why aren't you guys on more anymore? It's like every three weeks." I'm like, "Well, life's getting in the way a little bit more. Co-op's getting a little busier." I blame Bruce. I blame Ron. <laughs> Ron's lazy. Oh, okay. He doesn't want to. Re- he doesn't want to edit. No, I don't want to edit. But we're not alone this week. What? Nope, we're not. We have a guest. Who do we have? We have legendary Joe Fox from now soon to be Delaware Pinball Collective. Hey, doing, Joe? Guys, good morning. Did you know you were a legend, Joe? I did not. Uh, He's a legend in his own mind. In my own mind, and yes. not even in my wife's mind, but just in mine. <laughs> That's in everyone's wife's mind. Yeah. <laughs> How's everybody doing this morning? Good, good. It is uh, It is Sunday morning. We got everyone up early. It was a couple weeks in the planning. Joe uh, had a vacation, and then we had some fun stuff going on between all of us. So it took a little while to get this going, but we have got it going. And Joe is going to tell us first... How we got into this fun hobby? That's the softball question, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. is. Uh, so I'll try to keep it as short as possible. Essentially, five, six years ago, I was turning the basement into a air quotes a man cave, and I started Googling uh, you know, items to put down there, whether it be pool tables or whatever. And I saw something about pinball machines, and I said, wow, I can't believe they still make them. And it then turned into a disease that we all have and love. Yes. And you're even making it more of a disease. I am. I'm going to follow in the, the deadly footsteps that that uh, you and others that we know have uh, followed into. And that is soon to be opening the Delaware Pinball Collective here in the, in the lovely small state of Delaware. Yes. You have the same problem we have up in Rochester. You no have location play. You, well, no, no. Besides that, you are actually like almost like landlocked because you have the water next to you. So yep. you only have a couple inlets. You only have the west side of the state, and sometimes the the you know the north. But you have nothing coming from the east, of course, unless they're boating in. Correct. <laughs> and we are, which, I think, the second or th- yeah, second smallest state in the country. Yes. Which limits our uh, limits our capabilities of finding viable locations. But you are signing a lease. So do we have a location address? 
I do. Uh, it is going to be 1100 First State Boulevard in Wilmington, Delaware. So what was the building beforehand? The building uh, is essentially, it's it's similar to what you and I talked about with your setup, is it's on a, well, I don't know if you're on the second floor, but we're on the second yes. floor. Second floor. Um, it originally designated as office space, mm-hmm. but was completely a revamped shell, for lack okay. of better terms. The flooring still needs to be put in there, which is already ordered and ready to go. You know, there's two downsides, obviously, second floor, and we yes, do not have an elevator. So it's mm. not going to Escaleras will be in high demand for that uh, weekend of moving in. And also is the fact that it has lower ceilings. So I think your our ceilings are standard like office size. If it pretend you're in an office sitting in your yep. cubicle. Yep. Whereas they're a little bit lower than we'd probably like to have. But it also, you know, gives it more of a cozy feel, I guess. And it's about <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go with that. It's about four thousand square feet. Oh, wow. take. Nice. So bigger than us. A little bit, but uh, well, more expensive than you guys, too. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ours is pretty cheap right now, and it will be for a while. Yeah. No uh, so is it all going to be space for games, or is it going to be a repair area and office? And So the way it's laid out is, is kind of good because it has a back section that's then cut off that you have to go around the wall in order to access, which is going to be our, you know, quote unquote repair center, uh, whether it be that we're taking in outside games or that we're repairing our own games. Yeah. Office, we're still trying to figure out where exactly that's going to kind of be. So it's going to be 98%, 97% games. Okay. Wow. Layout would allow for about 50 to 60 games. Okay. So you're right about with us on the uh, count. We have uh, 47 in 2,200 square feet. Wow, that's been then, crawling up. Yes, it has. And uh, we uh, still have 800 square feet in the back for the repairs and storage and parts. And our repair area is pretty darn full right now, isn't it, Ron? Oh, I don't know. I haven't been there lately. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's that's you guys. You guys are taking outside games for repair. Yes, sure. yes. We actually have one, two... There are three outside games right now in the co-op, and there will be four in two weeks. Okay. I mean, our biggest we, – we started this search before COVID in yes. February of 2020. We were the five – four – well, no, at that time, there was four of us sitting down and discussing the you know the pros and cons and what to do. Then COVID hit. We put it on, put it on ice for about a year and restarted talking about it again in March of this year. Mm-hmm. And then it became finding space. I mean, you know, you'd think, oh, well, Delaware's small. There should be, you know, tons of location and you're in the middle of COVID. So, you know, rents would be easy to find with being a small state that also then limits the amount of commercial availability and puts it at a premium, which is, you know, where we're at. And it took a lot of time and obviously looking at a lot of spaces and going through multiple realtors and just kind of holding on to the patience that we all could have to get this started. And a couple of times myself and, you know, some others maybe considered ditching the idea, just figuring, Hey, it's can't work here. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately we continue to pursue and here we are on the precipice of, I mean, the lease is signed by the five individuals on our side. Uh, I'm dropping it off to the landlord tomorrow for signature. So by the time this airs, we're either going to cut this whole segment <laughs> or, or 
<laughs> or it's going to be uh, signed and the uh, carpet. Like I said, the landlord has already ordered the carpet. So hopefully we're talking about uh, just putting all the dotting all the I's and crossing the T's at this point. So you have five total partners, it sounds like. Yep. That sounds familiar. Yes, it does sound very familiar. And uh, the games are all from five, all five of you, or is it? Uh, There's five of us, and then we have some outside good friends of ours that are, you know, part of our group that are also bringing in some games. I mean, you know, the good news is in this area, a lot of guys have games and they need the space. Yeah. So they're like, hey, I'll throw two games over there, and I'll throw a game over there, and I'll throw two games over there. And then it gives us the ability to organically grow. Um, I mean, I'm putting probably 15 to 18 of my games there. And then, you know, it's just a sampling from everybody. The good thing is I'm actually taking out games finally. That's good. <laughs> yes, it is. They're going I back to my basement. Replacing them with the new titles that are coming out. New titles and also uh, some of my other members who are the owners, of course, are bringing in games and buying used games. So they're actually increasing their numbers. So my... Mine and Zach's numbers go down. Good. We're going to be a little bit different than you. We're going to share similarities like Richmond does with the fact that you guys are essentially open to the public situation. Uh, and you did that for you know different reasons for New York state laws versus mm-hmm. we are going to be just like Richmond in a private club membership. Yes. However, not necessarily. So a private club membership, we are going to limit it based on the fact of the space and, and what that could be and the, how many people we, you know, we can fit in there at one time, open 20 to 25 hours a week. That might be a little bit lower in the beginning as we ramp up. And we're thinking about limitations of 150 members, which we obviously know they all won't show up at the same time. Yes. Running tournaments from there, running league nights from there. You know, so it, it, it's going to be a little tougher. You guys are all pretty much close to proximity to the location, if I remember yes. you telling me. Yes. I'm, I'm the got, furthest one. I'm the furthest one away now at 25 minutes. Okay. Actually, me and Zach are almost exactly 25 minutes each. So I've got one member that's five minutes. Yep, I've we have three members that are five minutes, and then the other two are far. I've got myself at 25 minutes, depending on traffic, and then I have three that are an hour plus away. Oof, that's gonna Which, be hard. Yep, but we all know that going in, and we know that for the most part, you know, the closest people are going to be the ones that are going to be there, you know, in the beginning. And, and, you know, one of those is our, also our electrician. So he's going to be there, but I I expect full dedication from everybody just as we planned. I mean, these guys are, uh, you know, friends of our, we've all been friends for years running tournaments out of all of our homes for the last six years. And now just, you know, we are growing down here, which is obviously a good thing. I mean, we've been capping tournaments at 48 people. They're selling out in 30 seconds. And then, you know, wait lists that are 10 and 15 deep, even during these these times. So we expect, obviously, more as as this grows and bring in people that aren't just tournament players that just want to hang out on a Wednesday night and, you know, shoot the shit for 30 minutes while they play and then run back home. So. So uh, what days do you plan on being open so far since it's going to be 25 hours? Uh, so we expect it to be all day Saturday. You know, when I say all day, meaning maybe like a 12 to 6 or 12 to 8 type of situation. Tuesday, Thursday. I mean, we've been mixing around. We actually have a meeting this week to try to now that we have the location to for, you know firm up the numbers, mm-hmm. figure, you know, accounting for everybody's personal schedules as well. And like I said, in the beginning, it might be a little bit lower just as we ramp up. We want to make sure that people can get there and that they're not just paying for something just to, you know, 
pay for something, that they actually get to use it. Can't be there 40 hours a week. We all have jobs. We all have lives. You know, doesn't work that way. But hopefully as we grow and become more and have more volunteers to, to work some of the hours and split the shifts, it makes it easier to have that open more. Great. Uh, I will recommend one thing if you want a suggestion. Shoot. We use we use an app called Team Up. Okay. Which is a uh, it's almost like a uh, attendance thing. So you okay. can actually plan ahead monthly, yearly. Of who wants to be off and who doesn't want to be off, like a calendar type of calendar thing. thing. But it's it's all it's an app. We actually have net, we're doing now half days. We have three members in the morning or the afternoon, and then two members at night. And you know, and then or other verse vice versa. But we can pick our times, and we can actually have more of a life and enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's actually something we were talking about doing, and it's part of our meeting notes this week. Is to just kind of firm up. It's like. 80% of the stuff is all done by virtue of just getting the lease. And then mm-hmm. the other 20% is probably the most amount of work, which is, you know, oh, security yes. systems and cameras and yep. POS systems and, you know, things that we're not even thinking about. Yeah. POS, you shouldn't need too much since you're not going to have walk in, you know, that much. No, but you'll have memberships and we're also going to be selling, uh, you know, light snacks and beverages. Yep. Okay. Um, we will have the ability here as a private club to get a light, what I would call a light liquor license, basically liquor beer and license. wine. Yes. So that'll be sales as well. So we'll need that for that purpose. Yes, totally. Um, and one of the members, actually, that is his career is he works for a company that does POS systems for bars and restaurants. Oh, so so he's essentially getting it donated from his company. Nice. That's even easier. Yeah, we just use Square. It's actually for us. We don't have no liquor, unfortunately. I know some of my members would love to have it, but New York State sucks. <laughs> just sucks. So, Bruce. Yes. I hear you've had some some issues going on with the co-op. Yeah. Some co-op it's... chronicles, if you will. What, what's what's going on? Well, a week ago, uh, Monday, we get a letter from our landlord stating that. Our building is a old piano factory. Uh, it, it was the biggest piano factory in the world. That's what his letter stated. That's weird. Yeah, no. Well, hold on. It oh. always says that because it has actually letterhead on it and everything like that. Oh, okay. And it's now been converted into like a. He calls it a shopping mall. That's what the lease calls it as a shopping mall. And the doors, there are automated doors on the outside. They're lockable at 10, 10 p.m. So our doors lock at 10 p.m. So all of our members and our people know that if it's on a Saturday, if you're going to go out smoking, you can't go out smoking. You got to, you know, people start walking out the door around 10 o'clock like, see you later. Are you coming back in? If you are, keep the door propped open, you know, because they're going to be locked out if not. So uh, we got a letter Monday stating first we got an email from our landlord, personal email stating that, oh, we were worried about ever since you've been here. We didn't want to go this late. The landlord said, oh, we're going to change it to 8, 8 p.m. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is totally you know, ridiculous. We can't have our business shut out like this. They're like, oh, well, you know, this is what it's going to be because we've had some vandalism here. Okay. When was the vandalism? Oh, well, it's been happening. And, you know, we, we're kind of thinking it's your place bringing it in because it's kids. I'm like, we don't have many kids coming into our place. Mostly it's adults. Or kids with family, you know, families. Oh, no, 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 it's definitely you guys. So I asked the landlord, okay, well, can I see the police reports? Well, he never got back to me, of course. But luckily, I'm in a town where I know everybody. 
<laughs> so I went to the town hall. I went to the police department. Oh, by the way, what's going on with this? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, can I want to talk to one of the officers or the chief? I know the chief. You know, I don't know the chief as well as I used to know it with uh, the Silver Ball Saloon, but we have a new chief of the police. But he's very nice. He's a great guy. One of the officers contacted me like a couple hours later. He's like, uh, there's no police report. Huh. Okay. So we went back to the place and said, uh, where's this police report you guys are talking about? <laughs> oh, well, we haven't filed it yet. <laughs> okay. So you lied about that. What days did these happen on? The days that it happened on was a Monday, which were closed, and a Wednesday, which were closed on. Hmm. So the two days of vandalism happened on days that we weren't even there. It's just local kids coming in and doing bullshit. And the problem is this comp- this place who wants to take your money in for rent doesn't want to do anything else. And they think, oh, we're just going to knee-jerk and do this. Well, the blowback has been not just from our place. A lot of other companies stay open late, and they've been screaming and yelling. And they finally get the message, and Friday we got the message stating, oh, we're going to go back to 10 o'clock because we're going to print some video cameras in. We're going to put some signage up to deter all this. Oh, how nice. But, Isn't there uh, like, last, a, like a rock school downstairs from you guys? It's right, it's right no, down the it's, hall. It's, it's right, yeah, right down the hall. That's how I right find. That's how I find the co-op. I just go to the rock school. Just listen for the music. Just listen for the music and follow it, and then you'll turn, and there you are, right there at us. So my guess but, would they would have more preteen and uh, oh you know, yeah, oh yes. yeah. Hmm. And that's what we said. We're like, is it mostly? It's and honestly, the people from the rock school, the kids, are very good. Well, they usually, not at music. But yeah, no, they're not in music, but they're good. They're good for the parents. Drop at off. least the class that was there last time. Oh, it's bad. It's oh some, my god. Some are, some are good. Some are bad. Well, I don't understand why they they all sing the oldest music possible. Yes, they're singing they like they, House of the Rising Sun. Like, why would these yeah. kids care about that kind of music? You know, they're all retro. Yeah, no, it's probably the teachers just old. Yeah, the teachers just saying, "Hey, you need to play this stuff. You, you need to play classic it. rock now." Yeah. So uh, we got a letter, and then they said, oh, we're going to change the hour locks. Well, last night, they didn't. They were still set at 8 o'clock, so we were downstairs at the doors letting people in. We had like nine people, ten people come in after 9 o'clock, 9 to 11. Sounds like your landlord is awesome. Yeah, it might, this, it's any landlord. They just knee-jerk. They, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the, the rock school actually threatened. He goes, I'll sue your asses. Ooh. Because he says he always puts himself, this is where I'm getting back to, as a shopping mall. So his exact, his exact email response, we saw the email response was, what shopping mall closes at 8 o'clock at night on any weekday? Or weekend. Yeah. And the landlord didn't respond, of course. That's his normal thing. That's his normal MO. When the landlord doesn't – like he's all bolsterous when he first starts. And then when people start coming back at him, he quiets like a mouse. He's a keyboard commando. He is. He should be on pin side. You should be on uh, pizza. Like he came in two weeks beforehand and he came into uh, the co-op and he's like, wow, looks really good in here. You guys did a great job. And every time he comes in, he always tries to throw like, you know, like, well, we need to do something with you guys. So the next time I see him, I'm going to go, nope, I don't feel secure enough with anything you plan on doing because I don't know if it's going to be, you know, safe enough in this. <laughs> what does <laughs> he mean him. he wants to do something with you guys? Like he wants us to like, you know, oh, I want to have a concert outside. Like he had a concert a couple of years ago outside the building. He hired a couple bands. 
What does that mean? He wants pinball machines out there while they play yes. cotton music? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm going to say, no, don't feel secure enough. Too much vandalism outside. Yeah, too much handle. vandalism. Yep. That's going to be just the total asshole. You know me. Yes, you, you are quite the total asshole. You know what you also are? What am I? You are wrong. No, I'm not. Yes, you I've are. Proven, I have proven I this. Have, I have proof. I have proof. I have video. proof. I have... I'm springing this on him. I didn't tell him I about this. He knows what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do any opinions here. I am just gonna state factoids. Okay, That's let's all see I'm gonna state. Fact. The last. Okay. Th- this all goes back to our argument on the last episode about during stomp using Lord of the Rings and why do you keep losing the, using this game? It plays too long. And your argument was that it wasn't even the longest playing game of the tournament. No. No. No, nope, that's, what you, said. that's no, what you said. That's what well, you said. That's what you said. Here's You're another stopping problem. already. You're not even letting nope. me get started. You no, said, you said it wasn't the longest playing game of the tournament. You said two games played longer than Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. You said one of them was Attack from Mars. You said the other one was a three-player game of Star Wars. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... Mm-hmm. Before I get I'm into ready. any other stuff, I hear the longest playing games of Stomp. And I'll, I'll, I'll start at five. The fifth longest playing game of Stomp, Stomp was Batman 66. 31 minutes and 10 seconds. A four-player game. Fourth longest playing, Batman 66. I think we removed the wrong <laughs> game. 34 minutes and 27 seconds. The third longest playing game. Lord of the Rings, four-player game of Lord of the Rings, 36 minutes and 17 seconds. Mm-hmm. Second longest playing game in the tournament, Mando, four-player game of 38 minutes and 51 seconds. Mm-hmm. Longest playing game of the tournament, the final game, Lord of the Rings, a three-person game, took 40 minutes. And the Star Wars game you were talking about, which I found, the longest mm-hmm. Star Wars game was 30 minutes and 11 seconds. So it's six longest. And it was not a three-person game. It was a okay. four-person game, which you were in. Really? Didn't even notice it. Yeah. Uh, the game sucks. I don't even notice it. <laughs> so the game does on. suck. So your, your longest game, your longest game was a three-player game of Lord of the Rings. That if you take the 40 minutes and you cut out now, think now most of the time with a four-player game or a three-player game group. In normal match play game plays during regular positions, people are usually walking up right afterwards. Now, if you take the time that people were walking all the way from the front of the building to the back of the building, because the game is all the way in the corner, and you take that out of the video part, it's another three minutes at least. Well, not to mention that we we have what? a similar problem down here when we run tournaments. Is you just said that was the final game, so that means yes. you had the three best players of the, of the day playing yes if they played stars it might be the longest playing game of stars no. that day too not well yes. yeah yeah which Thank would you. be which would be Thank five you. minutes which would be five minutes yeah, that's and, and the game and the game that was played with lord of the rings was two people got over 30 million and the winner got over a hundred you see, million you see joe the problem is here bruce he just no one wants this game in the tournament other than bruce Nobody. Oh, I, I agree. Nobody. With that. I would never Other than maybe Raymond, who was probably like, oh, I, I could still, Raymond yeah, because he could pick it. 
But there's been multiple instances between here and Silver Ball Saloon where you've had this game in and people yep. don't want to play it. So your whole thing is like, well, then I want Star Wars out if Lord of the Rings <laughs> can't be in. And your whole reasoning is it, it plays super long, which it doesn't play super long, it according to the stats. Yes. You, you right. literally don't want it in because you hate it. So I think and of it this I, way. Everyone hates Lord of the I, Rings. I take, I take it as a win-win because other than you, no one wants Lord of the Rings in the tournament. Other than me and maybe Zach, no one wants Star Wars in the tournament either. So it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, I think that's the way it should be. See? There you go. I mean, your reasoning is, is flawed and, and wrong, but hey. Now, if we can only get Batman 66 out of the tournament, <laughs> yeah, that I might be another one. Would be fine. Does it prove? No, it does prove that there was other games right around it. When you have the best players playing that game. Well, don't have the best players game. playing that game, but how are you going to do that when everything's random? You know, it's, you can't. I think when you have the best players playing any game, we, exactly. we had the same issue last weekend here. It was like, oh, well, the Game of Thrones played for 40 minutes. Well, and, yeah, yeah, Game well, of Thrones. Jason Zoller, yes. Steve Zoller, Andrew Pankos, and Matthew Richards. Uh, yeah, 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 all these, these great yeah, yeah. players, yeah. you know, could take any game and play it for an hour. Classics only. That'll take care of that. No 40-minute games of Doodlebug, I'll tell you that. Wait a sec. In the B division, the last games I was picking was Stars. <laughs> You're crazy. I don't know why anyone would pick stars who wants to win, other than if they're so much better than you, you're just picking it to try to screw them over. No, stars I like. I like stars. Yeah, you're sick. We use stars as a, as a, as a tiebreaker uh, when we need something to play fast and just get to the next level, or we use it as a uh, consolation type of, you know, uh, worst four people play a game on stars for 20 bucks type oh, of thing. Oh, man. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Because <laughs> it's over. Yeah, at least they get paid. Well, the winner gets paid anyway. Yes, exactly. The winner gets paid. Wow. But I am bringing games down back into the house, and I set up the bowler yesterday. Nice. Bowl bowler from the Silver Ball Saloon and, of course, from my house previously is reset up. I brought home Gamatron, which is my Gamatron, not the co-op's Gamatron. Well, mine and Zach's Gamatron. That's the one at the co-op. I brought home Big Game. I brought home Sea Witch. And last night I brought home Memory Lane. You brought him home? Brought him home. You brought, you brought him home. Well, well, here's the thing. Now now you're getting rid of all the classics, so you have no choices but to play Lord of the Rings and Batman. There you go. See? Now you've seen my, ma- my method of uh, my madness. No, because yes. – No. No, that's the opposite of the method to your madness. No, because Zach no, will no, probably cause... bring in more EMs now. No, he can't. No, he can't. It's not allowed. No, because we have a number limit. When the other members start bringing in more games, which they now are, me and Zach actually remove games to make the number more even. Oh, how nice! So I know Zach wants a certain game that he likes in there. He likes his EMs, which I have no problem with at all. I actually prefer a lot of the EMs, except for Far Out. Far Out sucks. Far Out is awesome. Far Out sucks. Man, you're so wrong. I rather a flipper clown. Uh, okay. Volley, of course. Volley's the best. Yeah, I'll take a volley. Yeah. I want Zach to bring in Countdown. It's kind of an EM. It is kind of an EM, but it's still solid state. And it's better than volley in some ways because you do have to worry about the multipliers. You have to get them in order. But, you know, there's a, you know, so with the members that had less games are now bringing in more, we go down in numbers. So Zach already has his next 
pin removal planned. I have my next two pins removal planned, and they're all older Sterns. <laughs> Aww. Are but the other guys up? buying more older games? Is that why you're switching over and being able to take your older games out? Uh, it's not even that. It's just uh, what we're seeing from our customer base. Our customers do like the newer games, of course. Yep. They see, you know, Mandalorian. They see Star Trek. They go, you know, honestly, I think Monopoly's played more than a lot of other games there. Just like I've always said, you know, just people. Game recognition. Go, yeah, game recognition and, you know, theme. Theme is very big for people who are just walking in and seeing pinball the first time. Of course, you still have the people who want to play Medieval Madness, that kind of stuff. So, you know, that will never change. But we do have some players. Like, if I took out stars, I think I'd have a riot outside of my place. Because people, uh, people just go to that. I have one guy, he comes in and literally plays that three quarters of the time he's there. Every time he comes in, and he comes in every Saturday at 3 p.m., leaves at 9 p.m., and he's on that stars for at least three hours. Sounds like a guy that likes a good ass kicking. Yes, it does. And you know, it's, now my ex, my stars is actually starting to wear. That's how bad it is. I'm getting chips on my paint finally. <laughs> finally, after 40 years. I know 40 years of beat, and I wax it like every three weeks, four weeks, and it's just you know, oh it's my. What? <laughs> oh my oh my i wax it all the time oh my but, uh, the good thing is eventually if i do need to swap out the play field i have one does it have the right uh lettering and colors it is an nos it's an nos uh... yeah you, you, you don't play that uh repro crap you know <laughs> nope unless it's uh unless it's a uh, quicksilver or a sea witch <laughs> i have a quicksilver being built right now I have my shit silver now at the co-op, and we're putting it together. I just have to first do – I need help from our, our Australian friends. I'm going to take a picture of my transformer and my shit silver, and I need you guys to try to help me figure out what the tapping is because it's not a normal stern transformer. Is that the one that came from Ryan? Yes. Yes, it is. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Ryan C. Another bad accent there. Congratulations, Australia. You're now out of your, uh, 87, your jail. 87th lockdown. Yeah, your 87th lockdown of 274 days. Wow. Jesus fucking Christ. Congratulations, guys. Welcome to the real world. We're all going to get sick and die. Welcome to the real world. Oh, is that mean Matrix is coming out? Yes. <laughs> and I now have gotten my booster shot. I am now boostered again. You're fully, fully, fully vaccinated. I'm, I'm not, well, here's, here's wait a the minute. Thing. Wait a minute. What's your underlying medical condition? Cancer. Oh, yeah. Oh, you win. Oh, yeah. So shit. You win. Fuck, uh, I win. Later, Space Invader. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. Now the, now the C- CDC wants to change the rules again. Now, all these people who have the vaccine, you know, from the first two shots, or if you had a Johnson Johnson the first shot, well, you might not be fully vaccinated now. Now you might have to get that booster to be fully vaccinated. Really? They're learning as they go. I mean, listen, I give them some some reprieve here. I mean, it, this is completely, you know, Plus, only two years in the making type of idea. <laughs> and they're getting new facts every day. Yeah. Well, Bruce, it got rid of Cuomo eventually, so you should be happy. I am very happy. Okay. Cool. Unless- not sure if that's what got rid of Cuomo, but okay. Well... No, he, he. It was one of the multiple things, unfortunately. It's like what groping women and killing old people. That's yes. that's what got rid of him eventually, according to Bruce. I think yes. the groping women was the push. That was probably the push. Oh, it was a hard push. People were not like really pushing it until like nationwide. 
It was pretty bad. Like everyone down in New York City were like, it's, he's not that bad. He saved our lives. He can rope a couple of women. What? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you people thinking? <sighs> On to the next topic. Yes, God. There's a new Stern president. So what Gary Stern – I didn't know Gary Stern had kids. No. <laughs> Does he have kids? I, I have no know. idea. I have no idea. No, it's not his kid. Is it Vodka? No, Which no. Is, is, it, is it Absolute? Is it Mr. President? Absolute? <laughs> On October 14th, Stern Pinball announced the hiring of Seth A. Davis as president. Gary Stern, the founder of Stern Pinball, will continue to serve as chairman and CEO, i.e. Seth's boss. Dave Peterson will continue to serve as vice chairman and EVP of the company. I think Dave Peterson was the investor dude. Yes. Yeah. He's the, the money dude. Yes, yes. So everyone is panicking here because he comes from Disney. Yes, and that's all. Bye, bye, bye. And he worked with uh, Disney Plus, all their streaming services. So they think this is the beginning of the end. He's been yep. hired to make Stern Pinball like streaming services, pay to play. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Where do you pay to play when you get there? You put a dollar in a machine, you pay to play. Well, they're saying things like, like say, Raw Thrills does. I know. Where you guys, like $40 a month if you want a game at a certain price. I know. I if know. not, it's more. I, I equate it to like, if you get a cell phone that's not from a carrier, it's a certain price. But if you get it from a carrier, it's cheaper because you're locked yeah. into the carrier, that type thing. This I don't is, know. This is the I way the world's wait. going. I mean, exactly. is, unfortunately, you, you don't have to like it necessarily, but this is the way the world's been going with everything. I mean, we've all at this point probably are close to have ditched cable for some kind of streaming yep. services, or we have those on top of our normal cable. And like you said, raw thrills, you know, pay a dollar to play a big buck hunter, pay $3 to play it, and you're, you know, you're enrolled in the monthly numbers, whatever it is. So it's just a matter of time before we're caught up to pinball. Mm hmm. I agree. Sucks. I'm it does sure suck. That, but I mean, when that press release came out and you looked at the guy's resume, you you could it was like you, you cringe a little bit. Yeah, you might as well put up a big giant sign that just said, "We are going to a you know a subscription based service." Cash cow, here we come. <laughs> I mean, we we don't like it because it costs us more money, and especially guys like you that have been in this hobby forever. But at the end of the day, this is still keeping pinball alive by them generating income. And if they weren't making money, there would be no new pinballs. So it's like you're caught between a rock and a hard place. Are they a, making too much money now? Uh, you know what? Is there, from a business standpoint, pull yourself out of it as being a hobbyist. Is there such oh, no. a thing as making too much money? Well, the problem is, are you pricing out your customers? And your For customers, sure. well, that's doesn't seem yet. like it. Well, you are pricing out a part of your customer base. Sure. And that's possibly a problem when a recession hits or something else happens and your homeowner will then go away or tighten his belt a little bit. They can only do it when it's working for them, right? They can oh, raise prices please. and if people are constantly still buying, then they haven't raised the price high enough. Okay, so when was the last time Stern lowered a price? Uh, never. never. Thank you. Thank you very much. And there you go. You know, I think it's just, again, it's the way the world goes. I mean, everything has been increased. Everything has surcharges to it. I mean, I had the guy here yesterday to quote me for doing some painting in the house. And he's from uh, Sherman Williams. He's catching a total of 11% price increases from a year ago. Yep. It's just every, but the problem is that's going to add to inflation. When inflation comes up, then it's, here's the only thing that hasn't inflated. My wallet. No, your savings account. Yeah. 
you know, it, they're still offering cyclical, three quarters of a percent. A cyclical thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cyclical. I mean, it goes up, it goes down. It's it's just one of those things that the ebb and flow of the economy and the way we live in. Yes. So nothing, nothing more on the president. Uh, I, I, they've hired a lot of people. They hired also uh, another guy for parts. He's now the new parts manager and uh, service manager. So they're doing some more hiring, which is good. Well, they have to. They got to keep. If they're going to sell this many more games than they sold, they got to have people to support them on one yes. side or the other. I mean, you know, unfortunately, with the passing of Chaz, who was a big part oh of that my God. team, you know, they needed to. They need to add to that. They got to at least replace him, if not add to it. Well, you know, I know one thing that didn't go up in price. The pin. Still forty five ninety nine. And that segues into Stern's latest offering. Jurassic Park, the pin. Dun dun dun. What do you think? At least it looked different than it no, wasn't it, it wasn't another uh Spider Man home edition redesign. No. I like jump ramps. Jump ramp is cool. It looked more packed for a home version pin than the previous editions had. It looked better than uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give that. The T, uh, yeah, pro, definitely. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm totally agreeing. With, do you have to agree with me with that one? I have to agree with you there. It just looks, yes. The T-Rex actually can, it doesn't grab the ball, but it's in his mouth. It's yeah. like more than the pro does. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah, I, I thought for, you know, Jack Danger's first thing, it's pretty darn yes, good. Yes, Jack Danger of Dead Flip was the designer. Uh, Wayson at Stern, the uh, programmer. Yep. I think it's better than some of the games they've put out lately. You know, like, as I said, Led Zeppelin. You wow. Know, with the, well, with the play field. That Led Zeppelin play field sucked to pro. It really did. Is it better than Star Wars Pro? Yes. No. Yeah. Come on. <sighs> Whatever. Steve Ritchie, I'm glad he left Stern. Wow. Oh, strong take. It is a strong take. Okay, let's write this down. Uh, Bruce thinks Dwight Sullivan should retire. Is glad Steve Ritchie left Stern. Wow. You you are you are killing Bring it. it. Bring it in. What was, was the last like? Steve Ritchie game that you think was admirable? Yeah. yeah, good. Star Trek. Okay. Was Game of Thrones after Star Trek or before? Yes, it was. After. So Game of Thrones, you don't think Game of Thrones was pretty premium sucks and pro and the LE sucks. Well, the I premium LE sucks because of the upper play field and yeah. slows it down. But the rules it- are so com- it, that was the beginning of the let's make the rules so fucking complicated. And then you only have one pathway to enjoy this game. I think uh, Star Trek was definitely the best of the best. Yes. Like he was like, how can I make the most flowing game I've ever made? Yeah. And just like rip off like everything I've ever done and try to make the biggest flow fest humanly possible, yep. and you get Star Trek. That was kind of a culmination, I think, for him. But then the rules got so basic, almost it became so much shoot the blinking light that it. Oh, I don't mind that. I'd rather yeah. have a shoot the blinking light than. Yeah, Bruce likes simple. Well, which I do too. rule will give? Which rule will give me three times the max play field of this? And uh, what? Yeah, that's Game of Thrones. That's Star Wars. Yeah, you're I right. know. I just felt Star Trek had no soul. Which is why you sold it before Spider-Man. Yep, that's why yeah, Spider-Man's just... still sitting down there, because Jameson can make me laugh. He does. That's the only thing that makes that game really pop, is the the rules from Lyman. I do like the extra shot in it. It's, my, it's a little tighter, which I do like also. Trust me. 
It was one and one A for me. <laughs> Trust me. What does that mean? Trust me. Okay. It was one and one A. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get rid of Spider Man, but I really like Star Trek. I've so. owned Spider Man four times. <laughs> every every time it leaves, I'm like, oh, I really miss Spider Man, and then I get it, and like two months later, I'm like, eh, okay, I've had enough. Yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've had. But two. I've also owned Star Trek four times too. So uh, I've well, only owned one. I am. Uh... Looking forward to playing Jurassic Park and Expo, because that'll probably be the only time I will ever get to play it. Kind of no, like, kind of like no, Star. What do you mean? No, you won't. Are you getting one at the co-op? No, there's one actually local to us. Uh, the uh, our local pinball alley is getting one. What? You guys have everything there. It's ridiculous. Let me ask you guys this question: How many do you think they're going to sell of this game for it to really be worth them? That's a good With question. Design, whole new... They must have sold enough Star Wars to keep doing this. Not really, because they didn't really change the marketing. If you yeah. notice, the the same flyer for yeah. Star oh, Wars yeah. in the guy's living room with the fireplace behind him, and everybody's standing around watching Dad yeah, with score. Kids in kids. the uh, yeah, they in the, haven't aged. One they bit. haven't I'm aged at all. Amazing. But I, I know my distributor. He didn't sell very many Star Wars the pins, and he's sitting. It's the only game he's sitting on that he has stock of right now yes. is, is the pin. And when I talked to him last week, it was very low numbers of pre-orders for Jurassic Park as well. Now yeah. maybe he's not the guy to talk to because he's the one selling to guys like us. I, well, I think they're being forced. I think what they're doing to some of these distributors is, hey, you have to take so many pins if you want your number allotment of what you had before, you know, for your LEs and that kind of stuff. Right. So, I mean, it seems like the game where you put it in, you know, your local, uh, you know, game room store, you know, yep, game room depot or recreation depot that we have around here. And it's just sitting on the floor and you hope you sell two or three to people that walk in and have zero idea about the full spectrum pinball. And it's cheaper. Look at it that way. Like or hey, Costco or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, the real question is: do They spend all the time and and resources to to make this game. Is it lost money? Like, why? Is it making? Are you is selling five hundred these? Are you selling five hundred? I think the break point would have to be at least five hundred. So that's the use of the break point we look at for some of these games, like AP does, is going as yes. if they sell five hundred. But for Stern, that number would have to be smaller. You would think, right? I don't know. You have more employees. You have more. People online, you have more time, you know, you maybe it's got to be close to break even would be 500. And then what's the point of break even? Like, why would you? I don't know. They well, I think they're trying to they're trying to make a niche where they're saying, hey, we still have the cheapest pinball machine around. Hey, if they keep raising the price of the pro. Oh, God. Well, so did American pinball, too. Well, not pro. L-E or no, it's not even called that. We'll get into that. Yeah, another. We should have a new trivia game where you have to guess the manufacturer's name for their top model. Actually, I'll do that now. I'll do that now, real quick. Ready? L-E. Stern. Okay. Very good. L-V. Limited version. American pinball. Nope. Uh, What is that? That's uh, spooky. Nope. Is that uh, uh, the Australian guy from no. Taiwan? Pinball Brothers. Oh, uh, ah, that's right. Collector's Edition. That's Jersey Jack. Jersey Jack. Jersey Jack. Actually, that's Jersey Jack and Spooky. Oh, they both do that? Yeah. Didn't they do that with the new one? Didn't I think they, they did. Because originally edition? they had the, um, what was it called? Blood Suckers. Blood Suckers Edition, but then, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, it's just why can't we just follow one? Well, they are following one pattern, just with a different take, different on the name. name because they have to take name things their own thing. On me, okay. Take on me, take <laughs> me on. Okay, that's going to be too high. Uh, I know my limitations. I'm not even getting involved in that. <laughs> Deluxe edition. American pinball. Yeah, it's American pinball. That's what they're going to call it. And that's new for them. They didn't have this no, for their no. prior games, correct? They, they were another one of these, edition. we will only have one version companies yes. that eventually well, has multiple versions, just like Jersey Jack did. Jack they said the same thing. Else. Yeah. Yeah. So does this mean Jack Danger is is the new designer? He's employed by, by Stern. Do, but do you think this is like, I mean, he did this on a contract basis. Do you think he's he's like the new, he's going to replace Richie? He's the new designer now? Don't know. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Because we had the other thing we'll talk about. We had the Twitch hack. Let me see how much money he was making. Twitch hack, yes, where basically, it not well, it was also their source code, all the new products they're developing. But yes, it also had what everyone's making. I'm not going to say the numbers. That wouldn't be cool. But let's just say. He told everyone. Now everyone sees what I made. Well, yeah, he said I'm I'm number whatever on the list. If yeah, anyone wants said, to see what I made, right out, so. yeah, yeah. Well, which which I would have done too. It's like because you're you know, he knows they're all going to look. Of course, there was some confusion. I think on basically the totals were for two years. Yes, and they were gross. Yes, and what that means? Just pretend. Well, we'll use this. Say I made two million dollars. I say I'm on the list, and it says I made two million gross. I'm a really popular streamer, right? So that's like one million a year gross. Yep. Then how much you get is determined by your tier in the Twitch world. So they have three tiers. Tier one is 50-50. Tier two is 60-40. So you get 60, Twitch gets 40. And tier three is 70-30. The consensus that I heard from all the other streamers I talked to is that Jack was probably in tier two, 60-40. Yeah. Yeah. So you can figure out how much he made. There. So, so if I made see, $2 million on the list, so it's a million dollars a year. Say I'm in tier two, I made $600,000. Yep. So there you go. For sitting home, getting on the internet for three hours or two hours a day. To be fair, pinball streamers have to do way more than pretty much any of the video no, game no, streamers do. Wait a second, he's had his own place. He gets donated to it. Here's the interesting thing. I, yeah. Here's the interesting thing I found. So who would you say we can agree? Dead Flip, Jack Danger was the number one pinball streamer. Like, no one's even close, right? Who would you say is second? Buffalo Pinball, probably. Yeah, okay. Buffalo Pinball. So I won't say numbers, but I'll say percentage. What do you think their percentage was of what, of what, what Dead Jack Flip gets? Did. Yeah. I Probably 34%. 34%. I wouldn't even have gone that high. 15%. Yeah, I was going to say five, but I would have been low, but... 15%. So when they say he's, he's the king of pinball streaming, that there's no one even in his league. Wheelhouse. No, nah, yeah, not even close. Where was, and I didn't see this story, and I'm, I'm looking at it as we're talking about it, but where was he uh, in relationship to uh, the top streamer for Twitch, period? Oh, oh he was 200 and, 200th and something? Okay. Yeah, yeah something 270, like that. I think it was. It was 270, 273, I think his number was. Gotcha. So he was, he was below all the hot tub streamers. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> if he licked his microphone, he might have made more and more. What a joke. That's funny. But I didn't know it was fifteen percent. I wonder who third was. Uh yeah, I didn't I didn't go too deep into it. 
all those other ones are probably you know the less than one percent people. I mean, I I'm sure I'm on the list somewhere. I'm probably IE pinball probably third. I'm thinking. I get confused where these guys all stream. Like you see them and you click on links and you don't realize all the time where I don't realize what I'm on if I'm on YouTube or Twitch or you know. Well, I have noticed since we're talking about streamers, there has been a great consolidation happening recently. Like a lot of streamers joining the pinball network. I've seen yep. streamers joining Buffalo Pinball, trying to consolidate into like these mega channels. Sort of like everyone going on the pinball network. Yeah, for podcasts. Yeah. I mean, trying to consolidate resources, I guess you would say, and get more views. But are they really consolidating resources or not? All you're doing is making it so it's easier to click on one channel. That's all it is. You're not consolidating resources because guess what? You still have to have the same equipment. Is Buffalo Pinball supplying the equipment or TPM supplying the equipment? Of course not. No. No, but it's easier to find them. It's easier That's to the find only them. Thing. That's the yeah. only thing. It's not like you're saving money or saving anything. All you're doing is hopefully getting a broader audience. But I've seen, I noticed that like a lot of consolidation, people jumping. I, I think it was Turbo Graphics. They jumped from the Pinball Network to Buffalo Pinball. And then the Pinball Network's just got a bunch of streamers that joined. Yeah, I think, well, I, if you're only getting 10 to 15 people, you know, maybe you should join. If, if it's going to help you maybe get up to 30 or 40. I heard Stu was going to jump uh, networks. Stu is <laughs> definitely going to jump networks. Unfortunately, he does, he's been missing in action because ever since he got his ass beat down by Raymond. You know? He's embarrassed. He did join the uh, Stern Insider Connected. Oh, oh, he did? Really? He did. Wow. <laughs> Maybe he's got a bigger plan. Yeah, he's, he's I think so. If, if you look out there, you'll see the stew. He's, he's there. He's at level sub zero practicing. Yeah, yes. Sub zero. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, all right. Enough of, enough of the Twitch hat. Well, Insider Connected, after yes. all the stuff we said about how we probably wouldn't use it, I noticed at least uh, me and you, Bruce, we joined. I, I have a problem with my account. Uh, I have a problem in that when I went to join, like I was already a Stern Insider member. So I logged in. I wanted to log in to set up this Insider Connected and my login no longer worked. Yes, I had the same issue. Yeah. And and I did like, okay, forgot password. And then it told me like my username wasn't even set up. So they must have blew away my account, which is kind of annoying. So I had to re-sign up. Mine thinks I'm an eight-year-old kid. They listen to your humor, so that's why that's exactly. why they, they you're think an eight-year-old, eight-year-old kid. kid. <laughs> oh, what, what did they do, Bruce? They think I'm an eight-year-old kid. Oh, yes. They are correct. I've emailed them three times for support, and what do you think I've gotten? Nothing. You have to ask your mommy to call us. Yeah, I got zero. <laughs> so you put the wrong birthday in. No, it would not let me change the birthday. So you put the wrong birthday in. It wouldn't let me change it. Yeah, but you put the wrong birthday in. You're not allowed to put any stuff wrong at the beginning of the process. You're screwed. And I tried to change it. Yeah, can't change it. (laughs) I know you can't. It was stupid. That's the power of Stearns. Damn eight-year-old. What's your opinion on the the whole connected thing as a whole? I think it will work. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Good idea. It makes people want to try to get the goals. What they have to do is actually... And we've talked about this privately, me and Ron, is if you get all the goals that you're trying that say like uh, Godzilla has like 55 goals. Ugh. Let's just say if it does <laughs> and you get all 55, Stern should send you a free T-shirt, that kind of thing. Because guess what? You're putting a lot of money into this game and to their product. That would be like a like a shirt like, you know, I beat Godzilla, you know, 
I bought a $9,000 game. I should just get a t-shirt. Yeah, right. It should just well, come in the coin box. Well, you used to, remember? You used to. You have to fill out the form, remember, and mail uh, it in. Yeah, you could send it in. Yeah, that's true. But not anymore. Here's a question. So, Bruce, you you will have games, or the, co- the co-op will have games there where the stern-connected feature makes a lot more sense. If you were strictly a home collector, would you get excited or worry about buying uh, new aprons? No, I would. I wouldn't do it if I was. If it was my home game, I'd have no interest in this. Ron, no, no. Speaking of new aprons, hmm. This is the main reason why I would say no. Yeah. Well, after the whole like, we, we couldn't get a price for like a month, mm-hmm. which it gets old when you have George Gomez on there, like saying how great this is. Like, okay, how much are the kits going to cost? Oh, well, that's not really my department. Like, really, yeah. really? Come on. Well, obviously, it must have been his department because he's the one who made the announcement. It's going to be $200 for the kit. Which is not bad. Which a lot of people thought was going to be 300 because that was the price yes. raise until the end of this year. So they figured, oh, that's that's got to be for that's, the kit. So it's going to be 300 That's what I assumed. Yeah. 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 I assumed. So I was actually surprised it was 200 So think about it. An apron, a new apron, is like 75 bucks. Yes. A camera, 10 bucks. Wi-Fi dongle, 10 bucks. So that's a really expensive node board that yes, comes with the kit, obviously. Yes. That will probably fry out in two years and you'll be at the buy with uh. <laughs> Well, it's also the, the exclusivity, right? This is not something you're going to be able to go buy at Best Buy or, no. No, no, of or so, any no. of these other stuff that's, hey, this is what, if you want it, this is what it costs. Yep. You know, not like JJP where it's like, okay, you need to get a Wi Fi dongle. I found them on Amazon for five bucks. Yeah. So no big deal, but this is going to have to be exclusive. But yeah, I, I'm not looking to change my home games, and I have a lot of those that are going to be connected from a home perspective. It, it doesn't do anything for me, but from a location perspective, I can see us any of the games I put at the collective probably adding these because you're going to have people that want them. Is it 200 for like? Is there a different one for pro no. and premium? That's the part there is I don't. A different one, but it's the same price. That doesn't make sense because I I thought they said originally if you had a premium you didn't need a new apron. You don't need a new apron. You don't need so a new apron. You just take scanner. You're just gonna take it the corner of the. So the how can right they be corner. the same price? That's what I said. To, that, to that, that doesn't make sense. It should be seventy five bucks less for that apron that you don't need. Yep. Yep. Or or Stern could say uh, actually it was going to be seventy five dollars more, but we decided to sell both at the lower price. That's what they would probably say. Agreed. I'm right with you, but yeah, the pro you have to replace the entire apron because it's a plastic apron, and the, the premium has the the little corner window. Yeah, corner window. You yeah, you pop, pop out, out the window, windows. and then they, I think they give you new decals for the art, so the thing like points at it. Here, look. And a sticker. You get a sticker on the. Uh... Where did speaker? What speaker, speaker panel? Yeah, if you wanna. But uh, every game from Batman '66 and up. All the LCD games. Yes. Well, but not, they're all not. They're all not ready yet. No, not so ready, but they will there. be. Well, I, I think they said eight games now, right? That are that are. Yeah, which I haven't been able to find the the. It's. Well, yes, yeah, so backwards from most recent to oldest. So Black Knight first. Led Zeppelin, Elvira. Is one of the Black Knight ones, like if you have an LE, keep it on the upper play field for half an hour straight and <laughs> yes. you get like a you get like an award. <laughs> yeah. And then there's gonna be giveaways. Giveaways. Giveaways, Bruce? Yep. Stern ninety days of giveaways. Ooh. What can I win? You can win a 
30-day giveaway of 10 Insider memberships. On the 60-day giveaways, there's going to be 10 autograph lit translites. That's what it's saying. And on a 90-day giveaway is three Stern pinball machines. Ooh. So all the tournament winners that win WWE LEs are going to get more WWE LEs? Yes. Here's the weird part now. So seven games are launched out of the 17. Can you tell me which seven? And first, of course, is Godzilla. So we already know that's one. So go ahead. Next. What's the other six? Uh, Mando. Okay, two. Led Zeppelin. Three. Turtles. Four. Jurassic Park. Five. Uh, Avengers. Six. Who's the last one? Uh, Elvira. Nope. Black Knight Sword of Rage? Nope. Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool. Oh, uh, how did I miss that? Yes, Deadpool. That makes the most sense, actually. Yeah, that actually makes the most sense. Everyone wants yes. Deadpool, and they can't make yes. them fast enough, so yeah. I know. Yes, you can go, we'll just go buy a used one for ten grand. Yeah, wow. Damn. They're fucking pricey. I keep, looking, I keep looking at these sales, and then I look in the basement, and I'm like, mm, do I want to make ten grand on a game I spent seven on? But I can't get it for years? twelve later on. <laughs> well, I'd have to, I'd have to resolve myself to being done with the game. Uh, yeah, like, I, I'm thinking of that when I look at my Jurassic Park. Yeah, I, I sold all my LEs slash premiums and bought all pros too early. Well, I, I sold them too early. I guess I bought them at the right time, though. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm looking at the difference between the kits right now. Well, while you're doing that, uh, another subject here. JJP has another new designer. Yes. Whose game you will see sometime in 2025, probably. Yes, 25. No, that's, when, that's when Steve's game's coming up. It's 2026. Yeah, so yeah, this guy's going to be screwed. He's going to be sitting around doing nothing. He's uh, Mark Seiden? Seiden? Seiden. Seiden. Mark Seiden. He did the Metroid homebrew. That was his calling card. They're looking for the next Keith Owen, I guess. Yes. So now they have a company that makes a game every year and a half. The two new designers. There's two new designers. designers. And two current designers. Well, the word the word is that, that Pat's retiring. Well, Pat's retiring. retiring. That, that would make sense. So still, three designers. This song will be Toy, Toy, Story. Toy Story. So congratulations, Mark. Yes, congratulations. So here's here's the question. So a guy like Steve Ritchie and Eric and Pat, they're they're full time gigs. They're getting paid their salary to be there and, and work on their games. Is is Mark? Would you say is Mark a contract full time? Yeah, contract no, he's full time. I heard he, I heard he was moving there. He's moving there and everything. So if he's yeah, moving he's there, yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. So JJP's got to be. They're they're locking in for the long haul. I mean, they're paying people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they are. Four Just, designers are going to be paying per year. But when, wait a sec. When was when did they release information about Guns N' Roses? October of last year. Yeah, and people are finally getting their games. Some people I know who ordered in October are just getting their games this month. Correct. Yeah, they better have a plan for more lines or something because this is ridiculous. This ain't and they do it. have more lines, right? Because we just put Wonka back on the line again. Yes. Uh, yeah. For a limited run. Yeah. LEs only. But, right? Yeah. I think they need to do Pirates, if anything. That would be the next logical That's move. expired. That's expired. Yeah, that's done. I that's think this done. Wonka thing uh, with their link. Parts. I think they could do it one more time. No. I think they have parts sitting. Yeah, but it's usually three-year deals. It's long since expired. I know. I know. 
You're gonna they're gonna renegotiate something new with Disney. Well, yeah. well, the story was is that the reason pirates stopped when it stopped is because they had no orders initially, yes. so they didn't order more parts like they did for for Wonka or for Guns N' Roses. So I don't, you know, that rumor's been back and forth yeah. for years. It now. didn't pirates sell. Come back. It didn't it sell. Oh, I know it didn't sell. It was terrible. I mean, that was. I seem to remember somewhere reading Keith Johnson say in a post somewhere like if, if you really wanted it. You should have bought it while it. it was there yeah. because oh, I totally agree. Where yes. were you guys? Where we, were you? We, we were yeah, it was something like that. Where were you? Yeah. I waited for a year for pirates. I canceled my order, and then I got a call from the distributor saying, "Hey, I got some sitting. You know, do you want it?" And I literally went the same day when Jersey Jack was in Jersey, and I'm, my office was like an hour from there, and I just went and picked one up, and they were sitting in boxes. Now, yep. you know, people would be drooling over that. Yeah. Oh. They, they sat, so I don't think they ordered more parts. I think Wonka goes back on the line because they had Wonka parts, and they're and they're short on Guns and Roses parts. Now I have one thing. I'm just gonna go totally off the subject. May I go off totally off the subject? In a second, dialed in new code. Yes, and Hobbit. I was wrong when they were Wi-Fiing all the games. I said Di would be last, and it was not. Was third to last. They realize how awesome the game is, and they needed to get it done. This is true. But didn't they do those like three days in a row? Three games came online, dialed in, yeah, and, and Hobbit all big games. Yeah, but yep. no, well, yeah, for achievements. But they already had Wi-Fi dongles. Okay, I'm talking. I'm talking about just Wi-Fi because I figured that would be the last one they would do. I figured they would do Pirates before they would do that one. But I was wrong. It was the first game to have a Bluetooth uh, setup, yeah, right? Wasn't it had it? the Bluetooth, yes. and and they're dis uh, they're discontinuing the app, so you will yeah. not be able to because they're going to assume you're going to plug the Wi-Fi card where the Bluetooth was, and you're not going to be using an app to flip the flippers anymore because no one really did that anyway. You could get a splitter, and you could well, yeah, number you one, I think there's both. two or three USB ports anyway. You could run extensions from the CPU down. <laughs> It, I, that's what you had to do at Wonka. You had to run two. You had to run yes, the Bluetooth, and you had to run the Wi-Fi. So there's yep. you could do a third. Okay, Bruce, you said you were going totally off the subject here. What 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 are you going to say? Joe Fox bought a couple of older Sterns this past month. I didn't did, you, Joe. No, I didn't. I thought you bought two nine balls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Oh, he right. forgot. Honestly, that was like two or three months ago. Now, oh, I feel really? Like. Wow. Yeah, no, you're right. I did. I, I they were so uh, great. He forgot about them already. Yes. So, a guy listed on a Sunday morning in New Jersey. I live in Delaware, but I work in Jersey. It was like an hour away from my house, twenty minutes from my office. Sunday morning listed for nine ball, twenty five hundred bucks. Playfield's not terrible, but not great. He but admits that it field. needs. Yeah, he admits that it needs uh, some work on the drop target bank which i think i remember for years ron you always saying they all do yes uh and when i messaged him i said hey i'm interested can i come check it out tomorrow blah 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 and he proceeds to tell me that he's got a second one that has been completely torn down that he originally had the idea to rebuild or restore and would i be interested in both so i went thursday afternoon or monday afternoon and i bought both so here's the funny thing now there are two nine balls on pin side. I saw one for ninety five hundred, and there's one for ninety seven fifty. The ninety seven fifty wasn't that the one from Ohio or somewhere that was completely already restored? New play yes, field Ohio cabinet. restored completely. Cabinet, new playfield, new light sale pending. Yes, holy crack! Holy crack! This is all your fault. You are the two to blame for this entire Stern Classic problem. 
I'm sorry. Actually, you shouldn't be sorry. It's actually a good thing. Because if you're holding on to all the old ones like you guys do, you could retire by Friday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's got to be it. So when are you restoring your two to sell them and make some fast money, Joe? So I told, I'm not doing any of the work. I, I've got a guy in Indiana who does my restore work, and he has a full-time job as well. So he's right now he is in the process of a Quicksilver for me and, drum roll, a completely brand-new Stargazer. Of course. Mm. Of course. Uh, so they will go out to him. I've got seven games that are between him and I that we've bought or that were local to me that he's going to go restore at some point. I have two Flight 2000s in my garage for him. I have two Meteors in my garage in my basement for him, and I have now two Nine Balls that will all be some at some point soon going to Indiana for work to be done. There you go. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Sorry. That's all I think I want to hear, Indiana. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they'll be – I mean, honestly, it's probably going to be a year plus away before they get done just based on his – I mean, he's got a family. He's got a job. It's, you know, it's uh, it's a hobby. It's not like – he's not like a Chris Hutchins who does this as a as his mainstream job. So – and even Chris takes a long time even when that's the case. So He does. But – you know what? I've I've got the uh, the wiring harnesses are basically the gold of all these deals. When you find them, is you know the parts if you need them. If you know you've got the slingshots uh, mechanisms that you can't find anywhere, and and mm-hmm. the wire harnesses. You know you can get new playfields. You can have somebody yep. a carpenter build a cabinet. You can buy repro boards and 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 have them all done. But it's the wire harnesses mm-hmm. and some of the mechs that are the basically the gold in these uh, finds. I totally agree. That's why I grabbed that big game. Had a non-hacked harness playfield and all three drop target assemblies. Yeah, that's the tough stuff. I need a cheetah. I have oh, a cheetah everyone needs a cheetah. I know. I, I have the playfield. I bought, thinking, "Hey, one day I'll find it," and uh, that's what I need to find next. There you go. I love my cheetah, even on my cabinet. Like, like seven of them. I had two, but one is now in uh, the possession of our other co-op friend up at the Sanctum. Oh, he has my second one. Gotcha. I traded that for a parts machine also. So we 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 went parts machines both back and forth. Yeah. See? See? Good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, this is isn't this the podcast where if you just say you need something, somehow somebody messages you three it days. It usually later. is. Lately right. it has not been. We Joe Fox have... needs a cheetah. Yes. All right. Joe Fox needs a cheetah. Joe Fox needs a cheetah. He also needs some Soren ROMs. He does need some Soren ROMs. Because some new Soren ROMs came out for Theater of Magic and uh, Mousing Around. So I guess Theater of Magic's taking away the, the left uh, orbit shot? Yes, they are. Yes, it does. It fixes that big time. And Mousing Around would be the center ramp. Yes. So you can get those through Planetary Pinball. It's funny. As bad of a player as I'm, any of these... Uh, Things they come up with that are so repetitive and, and make the game bad, I can't do it anyway. So to <laughs> me, I already have the, I have the Fox ROMs. Let's see. What else do I have here? Man, so much crap. Um, Rush Leak. Yes. You see that? There supposedly was a picture that Stern put out somewhere. It was like of a really early Godzilla Whitewood. Yes. It had two two guides on it and the flippers, and that was it. But next to it was another game, and you could kind of see the top of the side art, and people were, you know, doing their their internet stuff, you know, internet investigators, 
and saw like the top of it was is the it's like the top of the Rush logo. So everyone was like, "It's Rush! It's Rush! It's Rush! It's Rush!" As you secure get this. as they always are with their stuff, and how much Zach has tried to to limit these leaks, and this happens like once a year where somebody finds something buried in the photo. Can't we just agree to the fact that this isn't accidents? Uh, yeah. Well, then Stern took the photo and cropped out that part of it and reposted it, which mm-hmm. to me yep. even more senses of trolling. Yeah, because either a somebody's getting fired the day after, or b it's just trolling. Yep. Yep. And remember, Zach Sharp, he is a sharp, and we know they like trolling. They do, which means, wait, so if it's trolling, does that mean that it is not Rush? Exactly. It got you thinking, so it's serving its purpose. So it's Rush. Yeah, it's probably Rush. Everyone thinks it's Rush, so. If it is Rush, what's what's your opinion, both of you guys, on that? Uh, Yeah. It definitely was an odd selection in my mind. I mean, I'm not a Rush fan. I, I think Pink Floyd or, or Grateful Dead or any of these, they have much more of a following than Rush would. Yeah. So to me, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's an odd selection if Rush it's true. Rush could have been more cooperative. At least ELO was on the top 10 list that I saw in one of these. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> There's not going to be was. an ELO game. It's never going to happen. I know that, but at least the ELO was mentioned on the top 10 future games you would like to see. So here's a question. Is Rush going to be one of these like Primus games? No, no, no. no, no. I mean, I know it's 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 rumored to be Borg, but no, could it Borg's, maybe not be Borg and it be one of these studio games? No, he's due for a new game. So He is. but And, and what's his name? Uh, George Gomez is going to be making a game this year or next year. Like he's not busy enough? I, I figured he's just finishing or doing the game that was Steve's game. Yeah. 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 Which all the rumors are, all the rumors were it's uh, James Bond. Bondage. Eh. And I don't know what that means. Is it going to be like just generic, just say James Bond with no one's likeness on it? Or, yeah, you know, know, who knows? I have to make a confession. Uh-oh. Uh, I have never seen five minutes of one james bond film oh my fucking wow. god wow fail i That's know fail. even because ron doesn't like movies and never really watched i've too seen many them movies. all yeah and i honestly i probably like them i just never i don't know just let's never see came uh okay bruce you have to recommend one to joe what do you recommend probably the newest ones i'd probably go right for casino royale it's the easiest one to get into it's the it starts at a basic beginning point I think that's the good, easy start. Are these all completely detached movies? So it doesn't matter which they one you start with, like a to, saga or a series? They used, they to, used be. to be. With the Daniel not. Craig ones, it was more connected. Yeah. We're getting into you Spectre. Know. We're getting into other groups of, you know. That's why he gave you the first one. Okay. That's why I said so we don't recommend going back to Sean Connery days, huh? I would go back to Sean Connery. I would go to with uh, Goldfinger. Oh, I Sean Connery. I, could, I couldn't watch that without thinking of Austin You have to go Doctor No. Oh, you like to go Gold Dr. Member? No because you have to yeah. figure out everything. I love Gold. <laughs> That's all I could think of as I'm watching the whole thing. But you have to go back to Doctor All right, Casino Royale. I watch it Casino on the Royale plane with, going uh, out to Chicago this week. Yes, with what's his name? Definitely. That is a good start. Daniel Craig. Yes. Daniel Craig, yes. Yep. That would be a good start. That will be Chicago Chicago on the outward. What's second one? I'll watch one coming back, too. Yeah, Goldfinger. Watch Goldfinger. Oh, well, no, if you want to keep with that, it's Quantum of Solace, I believe, is the one no, after I'll, that. No, I'll do one new and one yeah, old. I think one yeah, do Goldfinger. 
Good Goldfinger. All right, so we're going to get Goldfinger on the way home from Chicago, and I'm going to do Casino Royale on the way out there. Excellent. Yep. Perfect. So, Bruce, what one would you tell him never watch? I would say the the last Pierce Brosnan one was pretty bad. No, the one with with Dalton. Anthony Dalton. Okay, Timothy Dalton, but was he was he was in two two of them. Yeah, so, which one shouldn't one he watch? Really, it was really dark that second one. Oh yes, um, was um, License to Kill. Yeah, it was really dark. I thought that was one of the most, more famous ones. No, nah, the Timothy Dalton ones were kind of like it was the yeah. we wanted Pierce Brosnan, but he was stuck doing Remington Steel, so we did Timothy we Dalton instead. <laughs> he was he was stuck <laughs> doing Mrs. Doubtfire, so we couldn't get. Him. We got stuck with uh, him doing. Uh, we got the stuck the guy from Flash Gordon. Yeah, I always forget he's in Flash Gordon. He's good in that. Sam Come Jones. on, no, not Sam Jones. No, the Timothy other guy, Dalton. He's, he's in. Timothy he's Dalton. in Flash Gordon. Oh, is he? He's Prince something. Yeah. Ah, the hell obviously, is in his younger days, he's obviously. the tree guy. Well, he's, he has to, yeah, he has to reach into the tree. Yes. Yes. What else do I have? Well, this is a biggie. Or is it? American Pinball revealed a game. That's right, baby. David, fix the, uh, we've got a new Should, game for you. Controversy is impossible with this country, with this company. Well, without controversy is impossible in this country, but go ahead. That's right, baby. Bruce is going to get into a bad subject once again, because that's what he does, baby. But it's Legends of Valhalla, baby. It's a game for the common man, baby. Which was done by Riot Pinball originally. Yes, like a year ago. Like you can, yeah, you can go actually, on YouTube know, right like now. Three or, four years yeah, ago. three or four years ago, and then you can go on YouTube and Buffalo Pinball did a stream of this, like in June of last year, and you can watch the game if you want to see what it plays like. But the interesting thing is they released it as a well. Number one, they released it on location. Yes, first they shipped them to locations. And locations. Swore them to secrecy. And then they all, like, it came out Leaks. Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Saturday morning, start, they started to say, hey, tune in at 2 o'clock. We're going to be streaming a new secret undercover game. And then it's not just been released. There's nothing you knows about. And, and they already knew it yet because uh, I think one of them had a picture of a quarter of the box. And people yeah, were looking it at like- it like, it's an American pinball box. It's definitely Legends of Valhalla. So. Yeah. And some redheaded fist fuckers on there. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is a redheaded fist fucker? What does that mean? So it, it's it's a deluxe edition. Yes. So it's more expensive. Limited to three hundred. Limited yes. to three hundred eight thousand three hundred ninety five dollars. The classic edition, which I assume would be their normal game, price will be announced at a later date. But you can't get the classic until all 300 of deluxe editions are sold. Oh, oh boy. So hopefully they sell. And one of our this. good friends of the show is on that pinball machine doing sounds. Jeff Teolis, he's doing, he's doing call-outs. He'll be doing call-outs in a game that actually will be released. About? What do you mean about? Well, about? <laughs> well, no. It says on the flyer, 500 professional call-outs. <laughs> it's misspelled. I don't know if that's intentional or what. I'm thinking that's a misspelling. I love it. Uh, they literally misspelled it on the uh, flyer. But there's also controversy with this game. Oh God! So you're you're going to get into this, huh? Of course. Uh, well, hold on. Before this... you get into the controversy, stating the news. I don't get this from America. Like, not. I have no opinion on the game, and it was designed by somebody else, and, and it has nothing to do with the gameplay or the game itself. But I don't understand how they continue to keep going down this this route of. "Quote unquote unlicensed uh, 
I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like well, I thought they, I thought they admitted to the fact that with Hot Wheels that they knew they needed to get a license. And even though Hot Wheels was a was a minor license, it still was a license. And then they go back to what? Yeah, baby. But it's, it's David Fix here, baby. We got to have games for the common man, the common games, baby. It can't all be licensed, man. You know it's expensive, baby. Well, the well, common man then most... doesn't pay eighty five hundred dollars for that. Yeah. Well, that that's the problem. What what they needed to do is put both out at the same time. The classic and the the new edition, make them limited, like two hundred each. That would have been the smartest thing to do, almost like the Fathom procedure, and just get it out. And you didn't have so much more time with development and that kind of stuff and the playfield layout. It's already done for you, so I can see somewhat as a filler and keeping your line. This game was pretty much. I mean, yeah, I'm sure yeah. the software is probably what where most of it was being yeah, worked on. But if you look at the play field and compare it to like the, the stream from like a year ago, it's the same play field. So is the artwork. Uh, yes, which is interesting. <laughs> How is so that artwork, Bruce? If you want to know where Bruce is going, remember the monkey from Oktoberfest? Yes. Remember the controversy the, the monkey caused by groping people? Yep, and was taken off. women. And there's no monkey in this one. No, there's, there's no monkey in this one. Instead, we have dead women. Dead women and women with humongous cleavage, yes. we'll say. You know, yes. Assets. Assets. Yeah, a couple of women I know were very upset with the uh, – there's a dead woman on the side. On the of side the art. I, I saw and that. Bloody, yeah. And bloody blood. And a pool of blood. blood, yeah. Bloody blood. Like, I could see if she had a spear in her hand and she was fighting. That would be better, you know, because at least she was defending herself and trying to hold off the – you know, the Valhalla people, you know, whatever, but... The Valhalla people. <laughs> you know, the people of Valhalla. The legends. <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, people, women were very upset about this for both topics. So it seems like there's never past couple of games for them besides, you know, Hot Wheels controversy. Why? Maybe just keep their name in the, in the business. Keep their name to the forefront? Yeah, I just don't understand it. It's got two buttons on the uh, for the flippers there on the one side. I don't know yes. if it's on both sides. I don't know what that's for. Maybe a diverter or something. Magnet, like Oktoberfest, maybe? Another magnet? Yeah, I think it's a magnet. Oh, yeah, and they have them in the wrong position, too. Yeah, of course they do. What do you mean, up and down? Yeah, up and down, up and down yeah. instead of, you know, where the magnet say button should be, where it was for yeah. 30 years. That's what they did with Munsters, and it drove me crazy. Oh, my I hate that. Yeah. yeah, my hands are too big. I kept hitting both buttons at the same time. Yep. Or, yeah. Probably the same reason it, it would take too much of a pain to redesign the cabinet. Or maybe they're trying to go anti-spooky and not uh, short against the shooter. Assembly. But what is but what is Oktoberfest? Wasn't that behind each other? Like, I thought Oktoberfest had the buttons in where you would normally put normally, them on a magnet save be, game. Yes. Yeah. Then what the hell? So then they had to redo the ca- – unless they stole Munster's cabinets, they would have had to redo the cabinet. Of course. It's just yeah, – I don't understand it. But I well, wish – The good thing about – the good thing about us. Not knock your socks off, guys. Would it's I buy this? About, no. <laughs> no, not for eighty four hundred dollars. Oh, this game now. The good thing about AP is that I owned a Houdini and Oktoberfest, a Hot Wheels at some point. They're rock They're solid. Rock solid. Their support is honestly second to none. Yep. You, they. I mean, I was getting responses now. from Dave Brennan on a yep, Sunday Dave. morning. And I had a new power supply when it went bad on a Tuesday. It, he shipped it right out. It got here. You know, they're, they're fun That's to shoot. The I mean, Houdini was tough. Company. 
That's yeah. the saving grace for that company. Yep. If they didn't have Dave Brennan and other people in that company, it would be gone already by now. Absolutely. Is this going to be P Rock again? I don't know. I don't know. They were t- and the last conversations I heard. They were talking about going with their own system, which being that their parent company makes circuit boards, it you would think that easy. would be what you would go for. Maybe they're P rocking this one just for the last, you know, just because it's maybe most of the software is done. Probably the original version of it was probably P rock. Yeah, so I guarantee it was. Riot do P rock. Yeah. yeah, they did. So maybe they're just doing this the last time, and then the new boards will be coming out. But we have a lot to see this week at Expo. Uh, Expo. But you know what Legends uh, of I Valhalla – Yeah, me, me, and, me and Joe do. The Legends of Valhalla has three flippers, six balls, three metal ramps with wire form returns, interactive Thor's hammer, one hidden Kraken magnet. Well, it's not hidden anymore. You gave it away. One Thor's hammer magnet above top lanes, one spinner, one berserker controller drop target, seven stand-ups, flippers lit with apron lighting, special gold reflective apron, over 100 RGB lights, two spotlights, 12 flashers, sculpted and hand-painted skull pile, sculpted and hand-painted Odin figure, sculpted hand-painted shields on ship, 500 professional call-outs. <laughs> it's literally spelled C A L L O U U T S. So there you go. Ouch. Ouch. It features 22 total modes. Oh, God. 16 legend battle modes, five are multi ball, six other modes, three are multi ball. So they're going with the uh, Guns N' Roses. More is Roses better. Theory. Eight yes. different multi balls, which is probably still way less than Guns N' Roses has. Valhalla Wizard Mode and Bagnarok Super Wizard Mode. Ron, you really missed your calling. You should have been one of those guys on like commercials or, or you know, a monster truck show this weekend. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday <laughs> at <laughs> Springfield Raceway. Car crunching action. Witness Truckosaurus. The only way you'll miss it is if you're in jail. And if you are, break out. Break out. <laughs> I'm waiting for the manufacturers to call me. I mean, every other podcaster gets to be in a game. Yeah, yeah I know. Let's see. Well, you know, you know why they don't because you're on the show, Bruce. Because they figure, you know, the they NDA will just get thrown out the window and the game will just be revealed. All no. your callouts are involved. You cursing or saying the uh, yeah. redheaded fist fuckers or something. Oh, yeah, I don't even fucker. know what that meant. <laughs> that might be the that might be the name of the episode. Yeah, no, that would be not, that no, would be we obscene. Have, we have um, morals, not really. No, not really. But I love that redheaded fist fucker. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, who's that? Teolis? Yes, I love him. He's a great guy. <laughs> he is my love favorite. You, I swear to God. He he will bend for backwards for anybody. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> but he is the best. I love Jeff. No, he's great. Instead of talking about Expo right now, because you're not going, Bruce, you went to a show. I did. You went to York. Yes, me and Zach were down there. How was York? The only thing good about it was Godzilla, Alien, and a couple of EMs. Pricing was ridiculous. But some Zach people, got some, alien, deals. So some people got some deals. Like there was a guy walked in with three pins. He walked in with a whirlwind, a twilight zone, and a comet. And he wanted to sell them. So he was going to set them up. And before, of course, he was even setting them up, people were, well, how much How much do you want for this? How much do you think he wanted for his comet? 3500 Ron? Sure, I'll go with that. 1300 Wow, that's oh. sold. Gone instantaneously. Okay, so now whirlwind. Two thousand. Twenty five hundred. Fifteen hundred. Sold. Yeah. Twilight Zone. I think it was fifteen hundred. 
that person who know I know who bought it, Mike, will be able to tell me better if he does say he does listen to the show. He might be it might be off, but it was pretty cheap. I was like, I would have bought this in a second. So how much for Twilight Zone? Thirty five hundred. Yeah, I was thinking thirty five hundred. But going with your story, uh, three thousand. Five grand. Still. Still. Yes. Yeah, still. And then another guy had a home use only Adams family there. And he brought it in, did the same thing, and one of the vendors bought it like that. It was home use only, beautiful. Sixty five hundred. Six grand. And he had it up for sale for nine thousand ninety five hundred at the end of the show. The vendor did that bought yes. it. Yes. bought it. And did he sell it? I don't know. But yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of there was deals to be out there, but there was not a lot of games there this year, unfortunately. I think COVID did have a major impact. I got to play Godzilla. I got to play Alien, another Alien. Who cares about Alien? Godzilla. Godzilla rocked. What? It, it rocked. Okay. Have you played it, Joe? I have not. I uh, hoping to play it this week, obviously. And I played. Yeah, same here. So I've played two different pros so far, and I'll play a third one maybe this week. And I like it. It's got some good shots. Got some good sound. Got some good flow. I haven't heard a bad thing about this game other no. than the magnet. <laughs> Other yeah, than the magnet overheating magnet. and yeah. stopping working, which I noticed on one of they the recent the code, code upgrades, they had all kinds of magnet-related stuff they had in there. They actually changed it. It used to catch the ball every time on the magnet for every lock. It doesn't even do that anymore with the newer code. Also, I noticed things like when it's holding it for the destruction jackpot, it looks like you can hit both flippers and it will just release it for you. But we're up to .80 on the code, so it's going to keep on coming out, as we all said, every couple of days. When's the LE coming to the co-op? That's all I want to know. Two LEs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> like well, two Mandalorians. Two yes, Godzillas. so we're going, have, we're going to have two Godzilla LEs for our launch party on December 11th. Oh, oh you have a date? Yep, December 11th. Okay. Yeah, already, already approved by IFPA and everything. All right. Is it announced anywhere? Not yet. This is a first world premiere. Exclusive. So that's yes. going to be the, I pray it doesn't snow, because that's the no, only way it won't come. That much oh, it's that much? December. It's December. <laughs> much. Jesus. Only six feet. That's not that much. Around. No, no, no. That's actually in uh, late December. Oh. I'll be in Florida anyway, so I won't even be there for the show, for that tournament. You won't be there? Nope. I'll be in sunny Damn. Florida doing 75 degrees. I was there last when you talked about being on vacation. I was there ten days ago. It was ninety three every day. I'm going to see Mickey. I'm giving Mickey some money. That's where I was. I gave him enough. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get fucking blood. Screw Disney. Like. I hate Disney. I hate Disney. They've ruined everything. They've ruined Star Wars. Really? You really think they've ruined Star Wars? Oh yeah. It was already ruined by Lucas. I thought the prequels were bad, were bad until I saw the abomination that came out afterwards. I'm sorry. I agree with that. Oh, but so bad. You, know, when you have the Christmas special from Star Wars from 1978. That was pretty bad too. That's the Star Wars holiday special. Yes, that was. And terrible. Lucas didn't have much to do with that, to be honest. He, he was. Some, he, approved it. he let them do it. Yes. But he was working on getting stuff ready for Empire, so he was not involved, which was a mistake, obviously. He's never been good with his licensing and handing off stuff. Like What? Just He's made so Star much Tours. money. Star Tours was a cheesy thing until you got inside the place. I don't know what that means. Star Wars, Star Tours from Disney. Disney, the ride. Yeah. Before they did any of this new uh, Star new great Wars stuff. Galaxy oh, cheese ever. okay. It was pretty cheesy. You know what they're good at? 
Cashing your checks. Money. Yes. yes. Taking your money. <laughs> the Monet. <laughs> so, Expo. Expo. You guys get to go, you bastards. I get to man the man the co-op for two weeks straight. Because after that, we have uh, Pintastic. Oh, yeah. That's right. Well, I mean, that's not, that's not on consecutive weeks. No, it's three weeks apart. I know, yeah, but I have to still man – I have to man a couple times because uh, Zach's going away and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be – it's going to be a long week at the co-op. Oh, but it's going to be a long week at Expo. Yes. That's true. Right. This will have- be my first Expo. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. 12 or 13 times. Since I just I just made the cutoff for David Fick's uh, five year mark, but it's the first time I've been to Expo. That's good to hear, baby. That's good to hear. You're going to be there. You're going to experience the awesomeness of American pinball and see if we have any modified art on our game by the time of Expo, baby. On, <laughs> I think you need to put an email out to Dave Fix this week and ask for a behind the scene tour of American. I, I don't know. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Because it's like, uh, we need you to sign this NDA and we'll show you like the next five games. Like, no, I, no, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Their production facilities with the new place. You know? I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. So I, I will be attending. I'll be attending a lot of the seminars. Yes. You guys have a great time. I'll be, I was going to be I'll excited be like, to see the Stern tour, but that got nixed. Yes. It's going to be a virtual tour. Yeah. So you get to okay, sit I in a. Yeah, Jack, Jack Danger. Here. See, and Jack Danger here. And Jack Danger here. You love Jack Danger, don't you? Ugh. It's like fucking herpes. Wow. <laughs> I can only take so much of Jack Danger. I'd rather have, like, other personalities from this company. Let me guess. You'd rather have Timmy give the tour. Anybody. Make some. He is the ambassador, though. That's, like, his title. Well, no, you do it like you, you guys ever watch any of the Apple uh, when they do their God their no, big God shows? no. I hate I Apple know, too. They kind of branch off when they're in this when they're in this area. They hand it off to you know Bob over here, and they hand it off to this guy. So do it that way. Where you're, we're in the manufacturing, you know, we're in the coding department. Well, here's Tim, and we're in the manufacturing or you know the designers department. The only issue with George. that is a lot of people. Not everyone can talk well. Yes, I agree with that. And, and when, and when you do stuff like that, you'll be going good, and then you'll get someone who can just barely be coherent. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the tours I went in on the Stern Stern Factory tour, some of the better ones were like Steve Ritchie was doing it because he would just say shit, like how much he hated Lucasfilm, calling him mucus film, and all their pain in the ass with Star Wars. Oh yeah, don't tell anyone this. It's like, dude, it's like you're in a tour, like twenty people behind you. Yes, no one's going to say anything. Yeah. Or uh, the Dwight one was fun because he was just so hyper. No comments. I thought you would yeah. say a Dwight comment. No yeah. comment. No comment. No comment. Very go. good. Very good. You're learning. See, I'm learning. You're learning. Very good. I swear we can make a whole episode on just like the soap opera of pinball and who doesn't like who. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But GP like. Like, here's this guy who hates this guy, but this guy also hates this guy who had an incident with this guy that did Well, I had an incident with one of these people, so that's why. It's like, man, whatever, you know? But now they're working together again, even though they hate each other. Yes, exactly. Oh, well, yeah, there's lots of those. Yeah, there's this guy that helped this company get started, but then they wouldn't make his game, so he shit all over them, but their owner wouldn't say anything bad about him, and then two years later, they're working together again. No comment again. I'm, I'm, being good. I'm trying. Ron complains that I'm never good. I'm trying to be good here. You are now. very good. Yes, you're being very <laughs> He's good. Trying to call me out on it almost. Okay, we're back. 
edited out all kinds of stuff there. Bashing has all been done. All the bashing has go. been done off <laughs> off uh, camera. Off yes, that'll be on. If you want to join our Patreon, that doesn't exist. You can get the full unedited <laughs> versions of these podcasts, first. where you can find out what the next five games are going to be from every manufacturer. Yeah, uncensored Bruce. Uncensored Bruce too. Yes. Uh, what do we got here? Want to go to the ball bag? Oh, I love the ball bag. Oh, you love the ball bag. Okay, let's go to the ball bag. Did you read? I sent some of these to you because some you of did. them, some of them wanted kind of responses not on the show. Yep, but you can really read. You can read them here, and I can explain what I did. Uh oh. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I did, and he he came back to me saying, "Oh, okay." Okay. Well, Soren. Yes. High slammers. He says this is about the um big game. Big game. So I'll just read the first part. I enjoy the tech and repair talk on the show, but Bruce, I think you guys went the opposite direction on that big game issue. First, I wish you had stated that fuse blew at power on or coil test or in game, or even when the game was sitting quietly in a track. I think it was only when you put it in coil test. Yes, it was only in coil test, which he now knows. Second, you did not tell us if the number of solenoids connected to blow the fuse was on the power side or the driver side. It was on the driver side eventually. Okay. All power was always there. Mm-hmm. So. And you, you spoke to him? Yes. He told me to replace, try the CPU board, try a driver board, try to direct wire up correctly. And we already did this beforehand. I had a new CPU board in there, put in there. We had a new, new driver, driver board. board. Yeah, did the same new thing. direct wiring right from the thing. I just wanted the bigger fuse, and it's been funny. Great. It's just I think there's a coil that's destroying a little too much more power. The only thing I have not done, which he did recommend, was put I want to put my amp in between and read how many amps it's drawing. But it does not draw. Put your amp in between. What does that mean? My uh, my meter. My meter. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I can actually test the uh, milliamps. Every once in a while, I feel like I shouldn't say anything just so we get more mail. Of what, what did he mean by put amp in between? I don't understand that. All right. Thank you, Soren. Thank you, Soren. Yep. So he was like, oh, okay. You answered every single of my questions except for one, and I did answer it. He goes, I will not ask another question. I'm like, no, you can always ask a question, Soren. You know, <laughs> I always want people to try to help We'd me We love out. questions. Wayne. We have Wayne here. He was the Hi, one Wayne. who said it would be better to not, to go not read or whatever. Basically, he had questions about Bally and Stern drop targets. Yes, which... We have a kind of a fix. Well, for the Bally's anyway. Yes. But he, he did have interesting questions. Like, why are the original Stern tombstones so much better than Bally ones? I think it was the plastic that they're using. That toxic plastic is better. <laughs> <laughs> why did Stern go from tombstone to the wings on top? For ball catches. Not being caught. The balls doesn't hang up in the... Uh, when, say, oh, when it's down. Parts. Yes. Ah, I never thought of that. Yes. Wow. Hmm. I, I've never been able to figure out how in, in 2021, we cannot accurately reproduce, forget the, the strength of the plastic, accurately reproduce drop targets from these older games. They're always off a little bit somehow, some way. Yeah. Like the stern ones are a little short for some reason. Yeah, you can't. We can't reproduce something in 2021 that was built in the 70s. What's the proper name for that? The thing on the top, the wings. I don't know. A ledge. Flat top. We have flat top or ledge because it actually makes it so the balls don't don't get stuck. 
I think the game they started doing that was probably Meteor. Yes. Because original original Meteor, like earlier Meteors, the Meteor run was so long, like 7,000 units. The first ones had tombstones everywhere, including the Meteor targets on top. Then as they went through the run, they replaced the Meteor targets to the ones with the the flat top. Which, because the balls were hanging up. Ah, really? Yep. Because that's the first one I can remember that. They changed it during the run. I think it's just, you know, old, good old plastic that was flexible and bendable. Now it's just like rigid crap. And it does just, you know, resist a couple of things of good shots from balls. (laughs) Or is it the fact that nobody would manufacture these and actually make any real money because of the such a small sector manufacturing? Well, the people who do manufacture them are just manufacturing them just to sell. They're not going for quality. I, I don't I even want quality. I'd rather have them break a hundred times. At least they're accurate that they would actually function. <laughs> That's exactly why I, I know I'm agreeing with you. As far as the last sentence Wayne put in his, in his email. If you need a tester, we got plenty of machines at Bally and Stern to test with. I think that means he's taking you up on your offer. Yes. That's all I'm going to tell you about that. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne. Now we have one from Scott. Our Scott. Our Scott. He has solved Bally drop target breaking. He solved it. He's, he's just the man. He's the man. Go to, we're going to tell you to go to Pinside. I know this is amazing. If you go to Pinside and look for Bally drop target bricking fix. Mm-hmm. That's Bally drop target bricking fix. He has come up with a fix. It involves bending brackets. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to explain it. Go to the see, see that watch the video. There are pictures. There are there is a video. Do this now, or forever hold your peace. He said he used it right on his mystic on the, the the three targets in front that you pound and brick like crazy. Yep. Now they don't brick at all. There you go. Thank you, Scott. Ta-da. And there's not nearly enough responses to his post either. In no, my opinion, isn't. if if no. you had someone tell me like, yeah, I have a foolproof way that these won't break anymore, and like you can't get, come on, sing the praises, sing the praises, ah! thumbs up. Is there any thumbs up on this post? Only three thumbs ups on this post. Jesus, fail, fail. I figure out how to how to do thumbs up when I'm on my phone looking at Pinside. It doesn't have the buttons are there. That's true. It doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. So that's why I don't want thumbs up stuff because I'm ninety nine percent of the time I'm on my phone. I'm like, ah, yeah. I can't thumbs up. Okay, would, it's Pinside. It's your fault. Sucks. Come on, Robin. Fix it. Fix it. Yeah, he listens to us all the time. <laughs> he does? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have a uh, post from Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi, fellas. Found this on Facebook today. Basically, he... he thanks, thanks for this, Greg. He put a post in from uh, someone on Facebook was having issues with their Mando, and I, I didn't even think about this. Oh, this is... Yeah. Really so, we've said many times... You want to replace the coil stops in your new Stern games because they're shit. And they'll start like falling apart and shaving metal shavings all over, usually your coin box. Your cash box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However, with Mando, that play field is above the play field. Yep, the premium and LE, that thing's above the play field. So guess what was happening? Metal shavings on your play field. On your play field, and then when the ball drops, it oh, runs through them and yeah. destroys the play field. Yeah. Grinding them into the play field. Grinding yes. them into the play field. So, especially if you have a Mando Premium or LE, check that out. Check that out. 
just re- just replace them. Just have a big collection of coil stops on hand. When you get a new game, yeah. should be just part of your normal procedure. You replace the balls because their balls suck, and you just replace the coil stops. As weird as it may seem, taking out coil stops in a brand new game, you'll be thanking yourself. Seconds. And it takes doesn't take any level of uh, no. real ability. Real ability. Screwdriver. If, if Ron can do it, anybody can do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it. It just takes a <laughs> screwdriver. I would have thought that those metal shavings also could potentially start shorting out switches if a piece Possibly, of metal. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Why not? Why can't they? Fi- That's the easiest thing to fix. You know, you have an ongoing problem. It's cheap. Have it's enough cheap people thing. complain? I don't yeah. know. It seems to be the absolute number one thing everyone says. Like you said, Ron, replace the balls and replace the coil stops. Yep. Yep. All right. So that's the ball bag. Uh, I have a note here. District 82 Super Series. The Super Series. God, there was a lot of tournaments. God, there was a lot too much pinball. Too much pinball. I would have been burned down from this. This, is more, up. this is more than Pinburg. Yeah, it was six tournaments. I think, what was it? Thursday, there was one, and then there was two on Friday, two on Saturday, Saturday. then one on, one on Sunday. As typical with these kind of tournaments, they always run longer than you think they're going to. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think they finished it. The one Saturday night, they finished at 2 a.m. So I guess Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning. Yeah. But congratulations to the overall winner, Raymond Davidson. Under the show, Raymond <laughs> Davidson. Who, who was already number one after the first tournament because they recalculated the uh, Whopper whatever. Yeah. And he was number one. And then he won the overall series and got a shit ton of Whoppers. So. Shit ton. I thought the impressive one, uh, Kaylee George, was second. I don't think he'd ever played there before. No. So that's the, the cream. What's one thing when you looked at the leaderboard? The cream oh, definitely was, rises to the top. You see yeah. all the people you would think you would see. But then there's always one random guy that you don't know. There was a couple of random eight. guys. There's one that yeah. were like 3,000. He was in like the top 40. I was like, oh, wow. I see. He must be a regular there because. Well, no. If he was in the. If he's a regular there, he's not 3,000. Well, I mean, he maybe, you know. Or it's just a guy who plays well, never played in tournaments. Exactly. Yeah, that's the yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm 3,000 because I suck. So, <laughs> Congrats. Hey, Another note I have on here. I posted this, I think, last week or two weeks ago. I mentioned it on the podcast, but it was actually on a part of the podcast I edited out. Uh, I had a clip from the old Stern Factory from, like, the 1980. Stern Electronics. Yeah. Yes. So I posted it to my uh, personal YouTube. It actually got quite a... Quite a lot of hits on it. People asking me like where that came from and all that. So check it out. Look up uh, Gizmonic. That's my uh, YouTube handle, my personal YouTube handle. You can get to see the smoke cloud from all the soldering. Yes. It's probably like yep. toxic fumes going up in the uh, factory. <laughs> and Gary Stern still having gray Gary hair. Gary Stern <laughs> still having gray hair, full head of hair, but still gray. Although his face looked like you know he was thirty, which he probably was. Yeah. They had on the line. Looks like they were running two lines. They had. Ali, and then he had uh, Big Game. And there's some Galaxy also in there a little bit, a little dash. Well, the they galaxy. had, they had you saw uh, Cheetah, which had to be like a prototype, because that was after Big Game. Yep. And you get to see uh, Mark, Mark Cuban working on Sea Witch. That was cool. Yep. That was really cool. You got to see their break room, where they had a very slow-playing meteor that they needed yeah. to jack that sucker up. Did they have a wall of microwaves then, too? No. <laughs> no, that would have actually added more... <laughs> 
their, their life expectancy would have even went down even more with those old well, I, microwaves. I, I hear that they're gone now anyway from the factory since since COVID. They don't have that wall of microwaves anymore. No. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo-hoo. Let's see. What else do I have here? Oh, I feel like I'm missing some. Oh, repairs. Repairs. We finally got blackout out of the co-op repair. It was that bottom door coil. The coin, okay, the coin lockout coil. Yep. He's been at it for a week, knock on wood. It's still good. Now we have another game. We have a Gorgar in the cleanup area, and we have a Xenon. Xenon, we're doing uh, lopsicles, which have issues. <laughs> Why do the lopsicles have issues? It's literally just a socket. Yeah, okay. They still flicker. They still flicker. Yes, well, wait a minute. You, the... Yeah, but you have to put the resistor on there. We did. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they are a pain. I, I They need to be redesigned a little bit round. They're square. They're almost like a rectangular shape. Almost? No, no. You're either square or you're rectangle. There's not an they're almost. Okay, I mean, they're rectangular, but you want them to be more of a square. They need to make them rounded edges okay. instead. Because when you're trying to fit them in some of the ground wire areas underneath the ground wire, the staples are really close, and you can't turn them to get them into the light socket where the light insert is easily. So there I am, cutting boards, trimming cutting boards. boards. They're little mini boards. So you're just trimming them to get them to... Trimming them. Yeah. Okay. So I can actually fit them. Oh, we're talking about these new little LED boards. Yes. Okay. I was going to ask first. I, yeah, I got Lopsicles. you now. Yes. Lopsicles. And his website sucks. He needs a website. Oh. He does. He's using freaking like Facebook, a Facebook page that yeah, has like, nothing. I want a hundred of them. Okay, here you go. Send me twenty dollars via PayPal and I'll send yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You. Yeah. Yeah. He's not doing it as a business. He's just helping out. Okay. Okay. Overall, do you like do you like the product though, Bruce? I until I see it work right, no. Oh. <laughs> Is that the first time you're using them? Yes customer wanted him to put in we put him in because he had like literally 40 sockets that were bad right so we're like oh well you can do it this way he goes well i have them already okay yeah he had the earlier lopsicles the newer ones have the resistor on the thing yeah so we put we bought resistors we've soldered them all in on them and they're still flickering could you use one of those uh anti-flicker where they put it on the board or or a new board we have to run that again but we have to then have a new newer style board so it's really uh, more money for the customer. Yeah, more money. Yeah, more money. Well, those the anti-flicker, not the board, because that's like one hundred and twenty dollars. But the other ones, like fifty bucks, where you could just yeah plug the plug into that, and then it jumpers it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Are you actually cutting those boards? Are you grinding them? Cutting so like that round. Cutting with paradigms. Okay. Where do you get the anti-flicker board? Where is that thing? I forget where that is. I've the seen it. The board is uh, either you can get it from. Uh, uh, all tech. Yeah. So it's just a little, okay. It's a whole new, well, if you get the whole new light board, which are good for valleys and sterns, yep. you just replace the light board. It's got all the resistors to, uh, on the board. Then there is a, a little adapter set you could buy for like 50 bucks, and I uh, you could Google it, but I don't know where that comes get, one came from. And it literally is like, uh, yeah, that's you, the one I'd be looking into, for. You, yeah. you plug this into the original board, and then the, and then the harness goes onto that. Valley LED Flicker Eliminator. There you go. It's on pin side right now. It's a uh, Comet. Oh, really? 
Common pinball, $45. Early yes. solid state and stern LED adapters. I have an eight ball deluxe that no matter what I put on those boards, I cannot get the upper set of GI to stop flickering. And I burn, know. baby, burn. Get rid of those LEDs. I burn, know, baby, I know, burn. I know. Stop. Burn it. <laughs> yeah, but I can't get them to stop flickering. Just the upper upper GI. And I used even the auxiliary because that has the uh, that auxiliary light board mm-hmm. on. And I and I bought that one for it. Can't get them to stop flickering. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been working on this Xenon with that uh, new tube they got. We're putting in a couple posts that are broken. So we're just trying to get that all up and running. And then the Gorgar. Gorgar's had a fun thing. We finally got, we don't know how this happened, but bad battery holder was not letting it boot up all the time. It just go right to test and everything like that. So we put an external battery holder on there. It's working fine. And I'm looking at the displays. It's got an original power supply in it. And the power supply is like the displays are all like, dancing around a little bit like you can see they're going brighter dimmer brighter dimmer so it looks like it has a little bit of ac ripple in the uh dc voltage for they're going the brimmer place. lighter brimmer. Yes. brighter, dimmer, brighter yes. dimmer so i have a a system three through six power supply still so i threw a brand new one in and it fixed the the brightness issue except for one is now completely dim or dead it's like almost outgassed because I guess maybe the higher voltage just killed this one. They're original displays. They're 40 years old. So I got to tell the customer either A, you got to get a new power supply and get a display, or B, deal with it, and eventually all your displays are going to go bad. <laughs> hmm. So I got to give him two options, and I guarantee either one he will not be happy with because he's got to spend money. You didn't even suggest all LEDs? Or all the displays, which would be probably more. Because, well, you would get rid of the 100 volts, that kind of stuff. But I think those displays are like, what, 225 or 250 because it has the master display in the middle? Yeah. You got to get five instead of... Yeah, Williams System 6. All right. I have repairs. Quicksilver. So I did a shop job on Quicksilver. And ever, ever since I had this Quicksilver, it's been having the issue where you turn it on sometimes and it doesn't boot. Yep. You got to turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. It's, it's, I think it's had that since, yeah, since, since I've had They've got it. Yeah. Yeah, they've got it. So I decided to kind of attack that issue because I was getting tired of it. I mean, basically, you turn it on, and the LED would just come on solid, and it wouldn't do anything. And you turn it off, turn it on, turn, and eventually it, it would boot. So I just looked at the 5 volts, and it was like 4.8 like on the lower side. So I ended up, I just ended up rebuilding connectors. Because it comes in, I, I tested the rectifier board and it was fine there because it's a new rectifier board. All, all that stuff's new. Uh, and it also has a new Alltech solenoid board. Yep. Well, that's where the 5 volts comes from. Yeah, yep. I tested it there and it was fine, but it was, it was getting quite a drop from there to the MPU. Even if I unplugged everything, like just had the one connector in the MPU. So I just rebuilt the connectors. I got it up to like 4.99 and it's still would occasionally just not boot. Same issue. And it's like, you know, I went to my Dragon Fist. You test that at the board, and it's like 5.1. And it's got an original solenoid board in there. So you swapped them? So I swapped the MPUs. Because I wanted to see, okay, if it still does it on the other one, is something more going on with the MPU. If this working MPU from the Dragon Fist now starts having issues booting, 
I know the issue is like something else. Mm -hmm. And what do you think happened? Both now work perfect. Both now work perfectly. (laughs) How did I know? One was designed to be able to need exactly five, and one could deal Uh, with just a little less. The MPU boards are slightly different. You can just you can tell they have different um, design dip switches, so they must be different runs. Some are the dip switches. Some are the left to right flopping switches. Yes, the left yes. to left to right flopping. And I love floppy. <laughs> that's a technical term. I love floppy. The left to right flopping one is that's the one. Remember Dragon Fist Forever? I I, I would say I couldn't turn off extra balls on it because it didn't work. Yep. Yeah, yep. it was the dip switch that wasn't working. Uh, it's a yep. flaky dip switch on that, and that now it's in the Quicksilver. But all the switches are working. Well, all the dips are where they need to be and are working correctly. So now I have the other issue I had that I've always thought was an issue with this that game is I always thought it had too much flipper travel. Uh, just comparing it to other games I have, comparing it to videos I've seen of Quicksilver, like the Papa videos, kind of using them as my guide. Mine was going up. The flipper's going way further. Uh, I rebuilt the flippers, but there was no nowhere whatsoever, and they were exactly the same. They were still too far up. However, there's one thing about when those were rebuilt, Guess what they have on them that's brand new? The flipper base plates. Mm. And we talked about this before, that the new base plates are not correct. No, they're not. So I'm looking at these things. and I, Basically, I went back and forth trying to get an idea exactly how much it should be. And I did the fix, which is you bend where it rests on the base plate. And I bent it on both sides. And, and, now, now, it's right. and now it's right. But it is, it is annoying. That's one of those things where, like, why is that wrong? Because if it you, it should be right. It should be right. Because here's the problem: they didn't have a real brand new NOS one, so they probably get one that was a little bent. They took so that as gospel. I don't and, know. I don't know. Bent how? I mean, you can you can look at it visibly and see when it's bent. I, I know. I mean, and the reason I, I figured this out when I had my my cheetah, the one base plate was original and it was fine. The other base plate with all the holes are completely blown out, non-usable. So I replaced it with a new base plate. Then I aligned the flippers and then the one went up further than the other. Like, what the hell? It's like the same kit. How is this possible? And that's when I could visually see the difference. I can see the real thing, doctor. Doctor! Oh, gosh. We need Dennis to ban singing on this show, yes. too. Yes. I was going to say that is the Tommy, but it's not. That's Quadrophenia. No. Yeah, Exactly. And then yet yesterday I did the usual thing where I, I, there was a couple sockets that needed replacing. So I replaced those, but then I started having other troubles and then I ended up screwing with the spinners for like two hours and then wire came off the coil for the eject saucer. And yeah, just the usual, the usual, just have a couple games on it and then, and then sub breaks and then I'm down there for hours. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And then you find other stuff when you're when that that you didn't even know was wrong with it, and you find other stuff to repair. Yep. Mm-hmm. So right now it should be 100 percent until whatever is going to break until on tomorrow. It. Until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have a repair. Ooh. Ooh. This is going to knock your socks off. So I have a buddy of mine locally who sold a game to a non-pinball person, but wanted to have some nostalgic gold stuff when he saw it on Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Sold the game to the guy, and he, a couple days later, the guy says, hey, the game's not working. Can't get the ball to come out. I'm hitting the button. You know, game starts. So I, he said, can you do me a favor? Go look at it. I feel bad, even though he sold it, and it was working when it left here. So I went over yesterday morning. I turned the game on, and it's a Gottlieb Buck Rogers. I'm sorry. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. Beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. Sucks. <laughs> so I look up, <laughs> I look at the displays, and I go, "Oh, well, you just need credits." And I hit the credit <laughs> button. I hit the hit the little Good. wire, and then I walked out. Wow! <laughs> wow! Amazing repair skills. Hey, listen. Also, needs the- my services. I'll give you my phone number before we leave, and uh, there you go. All right, Bruce. You had something for us. I do. Would you or would you not buy that? Okay. Ooh. This is where we go on eBay. We give you the number. We show you the item. And you decide along with us if you want this game or not would buy this game. Uh, Yeah, whatever you just said. Yes. Are we ready? We have eBay up. Ready. You can type it in your search anything on top. It is 165. 137. Five two six four five five. It's a flipper clown. It's a Gottlieb flipper clown. Uh has a buy it now price of twenty three hundred dollars. Mm. Is this from Banning? No, this is from Rome, Georgia. That's right, baby. Rome, Georgia, baby. Let's see, we got Gottlieb. Yeah, starting bid is seventeen fifty. Yes. I'll tell you what, the playfield is really nice. Looks really it. nice, yeah. It's got some nice color to it, everything, you know. Wow, it does. Chrome's all been redone. on the other hand, does not look so nice. Oh, the cabinet is pretty rough. Especially the front. Somebody took a, yeah. sand, a sander to the front of that. They were playing the game so hard and jostling yeah. it, it just peeled right off. Even the head's got some wear all around the top. It's $1,750 or buy it yes. now for 2300 well, the good news is there's no interest if paid in full in six months. It's very good. Oh, Gottlieb Flipper Club. Beautiful new old stock playfield installed. Okay, yep, that's well, why. There you go. All right. All metal re-chromed. New playfield plastics. New back about. glass. Plays like it should. Love this Enjoy. machine. Everyone should love this machine. Would you buy that for $1,750? I wouldn't buy that for $750. Wow. wow. Zach probably would. I think Zach would yeah. For, get the playfield. Yeah, He'd take the playfield and put it in his own. Yeah, I don't think seventeen fifty. Maybe yeah. maybe a thousand. But there is a lot of work into it. Would you go that? Much? Yeah, I guess with the playfield. Yeah, in the, the back field, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Are we ready for the next one? Sure. Go for it. Three three four one nine two five one five one five four. Hmm. Wow, it's all EM day. Gottlieb Straight Shooter. You're picking all the games that uh, you have at the co-op? Uh, $750. Okay. The cabinet's nice. Cabinet's nice. Backlash is shot. You think? There's still some... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. Yeah, like the top left is all just... And it's funny. It's, it's where the lights aren't even really there. Yeah. You would think that flaking would happen... Where the lights are, but the uh, playfield's not bad. Playfield's a lot better than Zach's. Yeah, for seven fifty in the current market, yeah, probably. Yeah, seven fifty. I think I'd I'd think about this wood rail, a good wood rail. It's fun. Uh, you got a hundred percent positive feedback on the buyer. What's the description? 
Gottlieb pinball machine. Here is a Gottlieb straight shooter pinball machine from 1959. It was completely gone through. The play field is very, oh, they're doing a thing, I think, where they talk and it transcribes because there's no punctuation. Literally, if I read it, like it's, it's written. It was completely gone through. The play field is very nice, and the back glass is a little flaky. See picks. The cabinet has been repainted to original colors and graphics. It works very well and is known one of the Gottlieb's best wood rails. It is being an electromechanical machine over 60 years old, being sold as his butt works very well. And it's pretty, pretty fun. fun. And it's pretty fun. I do have the back for it. Youngstown, Ohio. There you go. Not bad. I didn't think that was a bad deal. Fun game. Okay, anything that's not in the co-op? Nope. (laughs) Ticket number 324-724-535-467. The Josh Sharp Special. The Josh Sharp Special. The High Hand. Gottlieb High Hand. 1250. Mm. Playfield's got some wear in the... The normal kick-out hole, yeah. that's the, no. Yeah. Pictures taken with a flip phone. Yep. <laughs> Glass not taken off, because why would we do that? He's got a nice ceiling fan, you can tell from the reflection. Yes, the, the ceiling fan looks really nice. Yeah. I don't know. It seems to be a lot of wear. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't show inside the machine. It doesn't. Nope. Oh, no, but he's got, oh, he's got ratings. It gives the rules. It's a perfect game for kids. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna try to. They're gonna want to kill the game after they can't get the ball in the Wait hole. Minute. Seller, <laughs> seller information. It has, it has thirty, but it has no like feedback. Mm, yeah. I'm confused with that. Uh, operation and functional cabinet seven out of ten. Back box seven out of ten. Back glass seven out of ten. Playfield seven out of ten. <laughs> For you pinball novices out there, this is an electromechanical pinball machine which consists of switch assemblies using blade switches, timing, switching motors, lamps, bells, chimes, knockers, coils, sleeves, plungers, drop target assemblies, etc. You won't find solid-state electronics or circuit boards here because maybe some diodes and a bridge rectifier. This means that this type of pinball needs much more maintenance than the newer solid-state pinball machines. And you must have realistic expectations about problems with the game. So don't call me. Yeah, just yeah. because shipping the machine could cause some of the blades to go out of alignment and cause a problem. Luckily, though, an experienced pinball technician can Wait a minute. It. Yeah, then the next line looks like Mike from HomePin must have wrote it. If you have never bought an EM pinball machine before, then I would highly recommend you buy a newer solid-state pinball machine. Because <laughs> I don't want to be disappointed with all the minis. Don't <laughs> buy my game. If you're a newbie, don't buy this game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, first of all, the line I read where it says uh, by shipping, it could cause some of the switchblades to go out of alignment. It already means, hey, it's not working, but I'll blame it on the shipping. Yes. But he says local pickup is preferred and recommended. Well, there you go. Well, there'll be a shipping in the guy's car. That'll be what causes it. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be something it was shipping. Do you guys find yourself now looking at any ad for any game and going WTF, but then on the flip side going, well, I guess that's what the market is now. Yes, I think I so. I mean, I, I I haven't bought a new game in nine months. I mean, a, a new used game in you know almost a year because uh, I wouldn't pay for some of this stuff, and I don't even have the luxuries that you guys had of buying them. You know, stupid, ridiculous numbers that you talk about now, and didn't even have that luxury, and still wouldn't pay some of these prices. So you wouldn't pay twelve fifty for this? I would not. No, you would not. Okay, two more. Ticket number 115, 
055-855-141. Ooh. I'm assuming I pulled up the right thing. Yes, oh, it's, you probably it's the Pro. Yeah, I know. Stranger Things UV kit for Pro. Model pinball machine stern. Dealer new. Okay, what are these? Because I thought you can get these right now. No, you cannot. Were, you can't. You cannot, but I thought they were remaking. They, they are talking remaking. about remaking them. That's why yeah. I think this guy's throwing it on there to try to make the home run fast. Well, here's my first problem. All of these pictures are literally him taking, well, not all of them, but all taking a picture of a computer screen with a computer screen. Oh, yeah. They're actually not. They're like slideshow. It looks like it's a dem- like a production. Well, he took a picture of it because the the actual UV kit's still in the box. Yeah, in the box. And he doesn't want to take it out. It looks like somebody was doing a slideshow and he was taking pictures from the slideshow. Like it looks yeah. like a white a white uh, movie screen. I know. But that's the pictures actually from uh, Stern. So I'll tell you, as Bruce, or not Bruce, uh, Ron, do you have a Stranger Things? I do not. No, he wants one. Okay. I said I like it. I didn't say I wanted one. You would one. want one if you can get one. If it was a premium nah. and it had the UV kit. It had to have so the this UV was, kit. So this was originally two seventy nine from Stern. Yes. Yes, it was. At three ninety nine, when you cannot get them, I would absolutely, if I had a Stranger Things and I need it, because it does change the game from a, yes. not really from a play perspective, but from a from a show perspective, I would buy this. Yes, me too. Well, wait a minute. You got. You said they were thinking of making these again? Yeah. Well, we don't know, though. Fully. Yeah, we well, don't he know. does. He does. Because he says, in all caps, this is sold out. Impossible to find UV kit for the Pro Stranger Things pinball machine. These are impossible to find. Did I mention they're impossible to find? And this one is brand new from a Stern dealer. Everything is here. Let's see. These will not be produced again. No, you don't know that, though. He well, can't say that. But I everything would, up it, until that statement was correct, right? Yes, now I would get this if, if I if I like the game, I get this. Yep, because you're only Honestly. paying 120 bucks more than what it cost. Yep, it's better I'm than okay a topper. Oh yeah. So I would I'm if okay. you're gonna if you're thinking about buying this, grab, do it yep. now. Don't even dig around. Buy it right now, Ron. Go ahead. Buy click it the button. Now. That's click for it. the pro I though. It. It's for the pro. But still, click it. yeah. But why would I? No, it's for the pro. Yeah, you have to get – this is uh, – there's not many games of Stern that I have agreed at this point that need to be premiums, but this is one of them. Yes. Okay, you ready for the oddball? I thought that was the oddball. Last one. 274-785-443-733. What the hell? Thank you. Odin Deluxe Pinball. First of all, maybe get further away when you take the picture next time. Uh, I don't even know what this – it's – Sonic. Pa- Sonic. Pa- paper P-E-Y-P-E-R-1985. Is that the name of the game? No. No, it's Odin. No, that's the manufacturer. Odin. So is paper one of these ones that did Sonic, but it was branded in a different country yes. with a different yes. name? Yes. Even though it says Sonic right on the apron. Yes. Sort, of like, sort of like Bell. It's Odin Deluxe. Bell. Wow. It's the first Deluxe if you look. Odin Deluxe. <laughs> this is like a game that Neo uh, Skywalker would be selling. It would be. It would be definitely. And I love the wood grain. Yeah. On, on the, the side. On. Yeah. Is this the original Legends of Valhalla? This is the original. <laughs> with a dog on the front. He kind of looks yes. out of place. What the hell is with the dog? I know. The dog. The great He's just game. hanging out. Hey. What the hell's going on here? 
Wow, that's a crazy. I'm looking inside. I've never seen a Sonic. Yeah, they, they have all oh, the boards. Scary. They put all the wow. boards inside. Yeah. They put on them in the, the cabinet. In the bottom, you know, where stuff can fall on them and short them out. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'll just get a big plastic cover to put over top of it. And look at that transformer taps. Look at me transformer taps are on that transformer. I know. That's why I was reading them all. Seven, nine, zero, zero. Well, first of all, how can it be a transformer tap with zero volts? Round. Is it the ground? Okay. Round. So, based on the fact of this being, obviously, we'll use the, the most used term in pinball today is rare. Rare. And knowing what Sonic slash paper playfields would have been like, for 2700 bucks, based on today's pricing and what things going for, I'd actually buy this, I think. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. The yeah. only thing I fear is fixing it. Yeah, but you know the playfield's going to be great forever. The play yeah. field could be great forever, but if you can't fix it, it's still... Hey, worst case scenario, you put regular mechs in there or something. I'm talking about the board set. Oh, yeah, the boards are screwed. Yeah. Although a lot of those Sonic... I, I don't. I mean, you guys would know better. I, I've got some friends with Sonic games, and they don't seem to really have any issues with them. If they're well, EMs. They are, EMs are, e, EMs EMs are, are fine. EMs, uh, that's true. Because yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they ripped yep. off Williams. They're all Williams yes. parts. That's this right. is all their own homogenous yeah. stuff. I forgot. Okay. Yep. Okay, Bruce, if I want this, I'm going to have to go to Hungry, though. Yes, because you're hungry. Uh, <laughs> it's from Pex, Pex Hungry. Is that where they're yes. all buff there? <laughs> I mean, literally, it's P-E-C-S, Pex. Pump you up. <laughs> That's right. We are here in Hungry. Do not even try to pick up this pinball machine unless you are completely ripped. Yeah. Yeah. I pick things up and I put them down. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. So wasn't wasn't Sonic a, Sp- a Spain company to begin yes, with? It was. Yes. So but they what? also sold what? their stuff to other p- companies. So Spain coming out but going to Europe had to be paper, something like that. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Sega. They were actually Sega. Yeah. Sega Sonic. Sega. Yeah. But I think it's pretty cool. I yeah. heard, honestly, it's not a. If you if it was local, yeah. If it was I think local. about this. I didn't realize it was in Hungary when. It yeah, was it's hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah, <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos. That'll be. Hey, wait! Don't give away American Pinball's next title. Yes. Oh. <laughs> we just leaked out one of our Patreon things. Shit. Ah. That's wrong, baby. Our next game is Connect Four, then followed by Battleship. <laughs> That's right, baby. Uh. You sunk my battleship. <laughs> You sucked me off. <laughs> oh, gosh. God. I think I think on that note. Yes. Now you know why nobody calls you to do call-outs. Exactly. See? I well, can do that. Call me. I, I, can, I can be nice and – I can make very wholesome call-outs. Suck me off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Plugs. Let's see. I have a Silver Ball Chronicles, the other show I do on the Pinball Network. We'll be coming out with a new episode soon. I do heavily enjoy that. Yeah, that David Dennis guy is really good. Oh, come on. <laughs> Double D is nothing without me. Ron. Double D. D double. Yeah, that was crazy. It was supposed to be you, Bruce, not me. So Silverball Chronicles, one of the exciting programs you can listen to on the Pinball Network. Go there now. Enjoy. Enjoy. I did my plug. There we go. Hopefully you're still plugging for us. I haven't listened to the newest episode yet. Bruce, who do you want to plug? Yeah, who do you want to plug? <laughs> the Rochester Pinball Collective. 
349 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York, with almost 50 pinball machines on location. Am I going to be able to get in after 8 o'clock? Yes, you can now. <laughs> we fixed that. That that was actually fixed by us. We fixed Just got to keep somebody at the door to push open the panic board. Nope. We got it even better. We are open Thursday from 5 to 10, and Saturdays from 3 to 11. Pay one price, $20. You can come in and out at anytime you want during those two days, the day you're paying of. Enjoy, have fun, newest games to oldest from the 50s all the way up to current games, including now Rick and Morty. Oh, my notes say that you're going to have two Godzilla LEs coming in? Yes. Are you going to be having some kind of launch party? Stern launch party, baby. Were you demoted to private? Nope. No? What are you? I am private first class or something like that. Oh, so you are private. You're never going to get promoted. Uh, I'm going to get promoted. I'm pushing it. Oh, okay. So <laughs> when when is the uh, tournament again? December 11th. And we also have a tournament, uh, a two-day tournament on the second weekend in November. I'm going to pull up the date right now. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Meaning you could come in either day. Yes, either day. But the finals will be on the Saturday. So you can qualify on the 11th or the 13th. So is that going to be like a pump and dump? or yeah, a pump and, uh, Not a pump and dump because we don't have pump and you're, you're going to be tickets. So you're going to, you'll, you know, you have so many tickets. You're going to do your thing. You can qualify on Thursday and walk in Saturday if you made it. Or you can come in Saturday. It's too it. early to be on. And, and where's oh, the uh, where's the 24-hour flip frenzy? When's that happening? Oh, flip frenzy. Go fuck yourself. Come God. on. 24-hour flip frenzy? Yes. Yeah. Well, we did a 24-hour tournament here before the pandemic, but we didn't do a flip frenzy. No, fuck no. Uh, I want want constant. No breaks. (laughs) You have to pee. Sorry. Sorry, you're out. (laughs) Well, sure. No, you have five minutes to get back to your ball. Yikes. But uh, I like to plug that. I like to plug the Delaware Pinball Collective. Congratulations, guys, down there. Hopefully, with the least signs, you'll be on your way. Yes, hopefully we uh, we're, we're we do a uh, inter interstate in-state uh, tour championship series at all of our tournaments. You get points to go towards, and we are hoping to host that at the Delaware Pinball Collective, which would be sometime in uh, mid-December. So we're hoping for that to be there and not out of my house again. And where's it located? Uh, location will be 1100 First State Boulevard in Wilmington, Delaware. And you can find us on the web at www.delawarepinballcollective.com where you can find uh, our posted hours. You can become a member, donations, uh, anything you guys can do to help would be greatly appreciated. Hopefully we've donated enough now, Ron, so we can actually come down there once in a blue moon and like you- just walk in. Both not charter good. members. We we don't get tackled at the door like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> I actually looked up the address. It's like four hours from me, so it would take a while to get there. Yeah, it's that's the, six, that's six the downside. Hours. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably six hours from, from yeah. Bruce. But I, I have family in New Jersey, so at least it's not that bad. Where's your family in New Jersey? Vernon and Oakland. And it's still probably two and a half oh, hours. Two and a half, three hours, yeah. yeah. But at least it's better to stay there and then have to drive the whole six hours back. That's true. And we're not far from uh, from Dr. And Mrs. Penn either. We can get them all, have a nice whole weekend. I bet you they're in a game. <laughs> Probably in a game. They're NDA'd right now. I don't can't know. say anything. Mrs. Penn may not be. She's another one that can't control her mouth sometimes. Yeah, they'll put her in. She'll be in some, <laughs> what, some new American pinball game, both of them. You mark my words right now, I'm going to say. Uh-oh. 
So it's just you guys that are blackballed. Yep, we're blackballed. Well, I'm blackballed due to Bruce. Yeah, yes. by association. Yeah, by association. Yeah. Yep. Even his goodwill towards his other show doesn't help him out. Well, even my goodwill not telling programmers to retire. <laughs> or telling them they suck. Am I right or wrong? It doesn't matter if you're <laughs> right or wrong. It's just not very nice, especially when you're a member of the Stern Army and you're telling their people their games suck. Word on the street is that's why Steve's not at Stern anymore. It's exactly. Of I, maybe my pressure's worked. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How do you not know these things, Ron? This is why this is this is why a lot of our uh, our listeners like us because they they like you because Bruce tells it like it is. I do. <laughs> I try to. I, I say Bruce tell, Bruce tells it like he thinks it is. There you go. Yeah. Bruce my tells it like he thinks old. he wants it to be. My opinion is right. My opinion hey, Ron, is right. Can we meet up this week and I can give you a hug? Uh, no, you have to. No, you have to do the, the demo man hand. Or just just give me the Vulcan peace sign, you know, live that's long not and peace, prosper. That's the logic. Live live long. It's the logic sign. No, it's live long and perspire. Everyone knows that. Come on. Well, because I've walked by you at mul- multiple shows over the years, and I always felt bad just coming up to you and bothering you. Hip check him. Just hip check him. <laughs> right, no pimple. <laughs> oh, I guess that was Joe. <laughs> sweep the leg while he's playing. You sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'll find you this week and introduce myself face to face. Cool. See? So plug away, Ron. Well, this has been episode 175 of the Slam Tilt Podcast. We can be found online at www.slamtiltpodcast.com. Look in the upper right hand corner, it has all our links, including to our Facebook page, our Twitch channel, which hopefully I'll. Uh, be streaming sometime in the future. Eventually. 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 YouTube. And it also has our email address, which is slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to everybody out there. Thanks to everyone in our group. In our Hi, group. Steve. Steve Isaac. Bonus, Isaac. Hi, everyone in our uh, private podcaster fun thing. Fun thing. Group yeah. thingy. Group. Yes. Yep. Thanks Thank to you. Joe for joining us this week. Thank, Thank you Joe. for having me. Good luck. Welcome to the stress of uh, pinball business now. That's all right. Good luck. We're all counting on you. Yes, good luck. (laughs) We're all counting on you. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Mike McGowell. Well, in all seriousness, Ron, I, I will uh, I'll find you and uh, this week introduce myself. Sounds good. Guys, be safe. Get COVID.
enjoy. No, <laughs> that's, that's not uh, being safe. <laughs> can't say be safe and get COVID in the same sense. Yeah, what well, an idiot. If you vaccine now, you're not going to get as sick. 